Okay, I don't hate this. You you said you sat on something for two weeks and I was ready to cuss you out. <laughs> this shit's so hard. Hey. What up, Critically Unfocused Podcast listeners? Episode 60-something. 61. 61. What channel this used to be? Uh, is this VH1? No, CMT. The CMT, CMT 61? Yeah, country channel. If you were civilized and had a Comcast in your house and not click. <laughs> yeah, you go to somebody's house and get click. It's uh, channel three of Disney. You were click house for a little bit, man. Right, click was Rose Art for cable. <laughs> I remember finding out they were like, I remember asking somebody about it. And that was like just at the come on service. Yeah, no, it's the uh, it's the tag row of cable. You guys ever gotten tag row? Are your parents ever picked that up for you guys' house? Or no, you, but I've, I've been to house we had, and that shit stank. Tag row? Oh, tag row is the byproduct of the, I think, probably the Tacoma Department of Waste, but it's literally like poop mixed with dirt that you can buy to spread on your lawn. Human poop. Yep. That's insane. Yeah, we've awful. bought it a few times. Yeah. Truck just filled up the truck bed to like where it's above the cab. And my dad just had me scoop it out and spread it all on. <laughs> That's why this nigga was so strong in high school. Front and back. Yeah. yeah. Man. In, in fucking elementary school. And our, yeah, our lawn crazy. still looked like ass. <laughs> That'd be the worst shout part. To, no, it's, it's Father's Day weekend. Shout out to my dad. But he we put in hours on that lawn for the same patches to be there year after year after year. <laughs> It make no sense. Whatever went down on that graph to curse it like that was serious. Like he was, he was just teaching you some shit. Like, hey, you can put a lot of work in. It might not matter, but you got to no. And there was a lot of that going on in my household too, because like I spent like uh, just tons of days, like over summers, um, doing yard work and like doing yard work at other family members' house, like um, my my yeah. grandmother's house. Yeah, who like lived down towards t- the Titlow area. She at one point owned two lots down there, and one of the lots was a double lot. And I was cutting that entire grass, um, just madness, and um, <clears throat> get like twenty dollars for it or whatever. This shit would take like all day, and I think a lot of it was like keeping you busy, keep you um, your work ethic up or whatever. But yeah, I, I guess yep. you didn't need to do much to keep me out of the streets. Thing is, to keep me out of the basement, honestly. <laughs> I, I don't like, want to be this. I feel like, especially with my. Growing up, like in the area that we grew up, where you're like hilltop or hilltop adjacent, I feel like at least for my parents, it was like I got to keep this nigga out the streets, even though he shows no inclination or desire for the streets. But one wrong afternoon, <laughs> if I let him outside, yep. he might be in the streets. And I don't want that. Yeah, because you know all it is is like you got to go out there like one time and like you get some yeah, type of reception people. that you. Well, yeah, no, some reception you're not used to. Like somebody shows you like a level of like love or respect or something like that that you're not used to accustomed to getting. Like, hold on, I think I might be able to fuck with them a little bit. <laughs> See what's going on. Hey, okay. Yeah, maybe this game making ain't so bad, man. <laughs> Blake, you made you brought something up that I didn't think we were gonna do. But before I get to today in sports, since it is Father's Day weekend, do you guys have a favorite memory with your dads that you'd want to share on the pot? Favorite memory, mm. my dad. With your dad, That's a good ass dad question. I have. You got to give me. I don't mind, want to rush so nothing else. Yeah, go ahead. I'll go first. Yeah. I have a favorite so one with funny. your dad too, Tyrell. Well, I'll get oh, straight after you. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> so it's funny because at the time this was a punishment, but oh, I look shit. back on it all the time on how it like kind of set me up for what even what we're doing right now. I think it was I had to be in what fifth, fourth or fifth grade, and I got in trouble at the end of the school year. And my dad was like, "Bet you're coming to spend like two weeks with me." 
you're not watching no TV, not playing no video games. We're just working out and like doing whatever errands I got to do and shit. And it was the 2004 NFL draft or 2005, whatever year Philip Rivers got drafted. This nigga made me, and this was before it was like day one and then day two and then day three. This was like fucking four rounds on the first day. This nigga woke me up at the fucking crack of dawn. It made me write down a name of the team the player went to, the player, the college they came from, their height mm-hmm. and their weight of every single fucking NFL player of the first four rounds. He built a monster. <laughs> and I was, and you got to think 2005, it was like, oh, I kind of watch football. Like I'm 10, 11. I'm, I'm trying to go outside and do shit. And from then I'm like, oh damn. Like I remember like falling in love with Steven Jackson. Cause I'm watching his Oregon state tape. And I'm like, God damn, this nigga's nice. He got uh, drafted in 05. I want to say it was 04, 05. I know it was one of those two years, but Steven Jackson, the running back from the Rams was drafted that year. Philip Rivers was Damn. that year. Uh, Eli, because that was the Philip Rivers Eli trade, which is why I, that's kind of the reason I started fuck with the Chargers, because he went there and I'm like, oh, okay, I like like the Drew Brees guys, I like Ladanian, and they did just trade shit. Um, so like that was one of my favorite memories because it really set me up to be like a nerdy ass sports fan where I'm like, what's the height and the weight and like let me go back and look at his tape and do all this shit. So that's one thing I've always uh, fuck with my dad for instilling some sports shit in me, and now I'm a better sports fan than him because that nigga don't know nothing. That's hilarious. Banged on him. All right. Jamal, you got one? You want to share? <clears throat> I'm trying to admit, you can go if you're yours already. I'm still thinking. I can share the one with Tyrell's dad. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, sure. At Tyrell's wedding, when uh whatever reason that the door got locked in the venue, and the man he had on like a three-piece suit and climbed through the tiny like upper window, <laughs> like a B and E expert. Dog. Oh my god, and didn't tear the suit or nothing. And I tore my suit walking down the hallway. <laughs> Like this man's he asked, different. He asked for one person to give him a booth, and that nigga flew through the window. All I know is I seen two two legs hanging out the back, and then the door was open. Hell yeah! Um, let me think. I it's hard for me to pin down one memory with my dad. Yeah, because it's so many. Like, yeah, man. Like, um, I honestly like it, and I think this is normal with like most dads. But like, as as the son, like you butt heads with them like quite a bit, but. Then, like, as you get older, you kind of realize what all that was. Like, it wasn't like it was. It definitely wasn't malicious on their part, and it usually was all the, all the time because of yourself. Um, yeah, just like usually. how they have to like kind of teach you how to move throughout the world and stuff like that. So, like, I just remember, like, um, I mean, I just like a lot of fun stuff, man. Like, my dad like took me, my sister, and my two cousins uh, to Disneyland because my actually because my grandma hit on a scratch ticket. And that was her oh, gift shit. to us. We had to, we had to drive there. <laughs> so my dad drove us on his own. And I remember like, um, drive straight come, through? I don't know. I actually don't know. But I remember fire, like, yeah, because yeah, so this is again, like she hit on the scratch ticket, but she didn't hit that much. So it's like the first night we stayed like in like uh, some holiday Inn or something like that. But then we got to stay or no, we didn't even get to stay inside the Disney Resort Hotel. We just got brunch there. Which that was like cool as shit still because like all the characters walking around and stuff like that. Yeah. But I remember we we're coming out the Holiday Inn Hotel and like we're in LA, we're like we're in what is that Anaheim, Orange yeah. County, or whatever. Mm-hmm. My dad walks out the front of the hotel and like he has like his button up shirt on, but he only buttons the top button. And he's like, "Hey, Vato, <laughs> just like joking at you." <laughs> like I'm a kid, I don't know any different. I'm like, "This is funny," but today I'm like, "Dude, what are you doing?" <laughs> you were about to get a super press. <laughs> yeah, there's stuff like that. Um, there's like the him getting like frustrated with me because like I just could not throw a ball straight in the backyard and like, like Blake, what are you doing? Yeah, and I broke. 
Yeah, and like I broke the same glass window twice. Um, God damn. But he stayed out there and kept practice with me, even as bad as he got. Um, this one time he bought a chainsaw and like he's going to chop some limbs off of an apple tree in our backyard. And um, ended up cutting the whole entire tree down and taking down the line that was running our cable to the house. Wait, you yep. did that? He did, he did that. that? Oh, he okay. did that because he wanted to test the new chainsaw that he just bought. Jesus Christ. Um, That's hilarious. There was a time our garage collapsed because of a snowstorm, and he paid me and Jeff and pizza to pick the whole entire garage up and throw it into this giant bin. <laughs> um, and putting up with like all my sports shit because I wasn't ever good at him, but like he like would sign me up for all of them and hear me moan and complain about him as a kid that I didn't want to do him, and then like would go and still watch me in high school play yeah. be shitty. But um, yeah, no, I got a lot of love for that man. He's a he's set a good example for me to follow. So just trying to make him proud, keep making him proud. I think. Oh, every time I make him cry too, I, I those are big ones. Like when he dropped me off to to Central, because um, <laughs> it was it was. Um, wildfire season right so it was hella smoky outside oh, yeah. and so him and my sister are about to leave and he's walking out to go to the dumpster and he comes back around and his like eyes are like red he's like man this smoke smoking fuck with me for eight hours god damn hell yeah <laughs> okay i don't think no. i ever made my dad cry love that man you will I'll, you will one day know, Once, you when you have a kid you're going to for sure i, I promise you when, the day with jamal as a kid he's going to my dad shit was just always like Bro, what are you doing? That was my <laughs> No, I think, yeah, I guess just like like earliest things, probably. Like I remember like when he first signed me up to play like uh like football and I was not trying to like play for the what was a flag football for the uh, East Side Boys and Girls Club. Cause yeah, yeah. started at like five or five thirty. And that's when Dragon Ball Z used to come on. So I was like, no, oh. I was like, fuck that. And then my mom, she used to like tape them on VHS for so I could watch them. That's probably the best thing he did for me, man, because shit, like, playing sports, that got me going to the Boys and Girls Club, made a whole bunch of friends, got good at, like, sports and shit, and you just meet all kinds of different people. I will say when they first sent me to the, uh, one of my favorite memories, I'll never forget it. My first day at the Boys and Girls Club, Eastside, right? Second or third grade, first day, somebody brought a gun, right? And they shot it off, and we were outside. Shot Yo, it in like the a, air. Like a, an under, because you had to be, like, under 13 to go to the Boys and Girls Club, right? Yeah. God damn. Yeah, somebody That's crazy they didn't shoot somebody because when you're that young, you have no idea. Somebody shot it off. There was hella police. Everybody had to go home. And I remember my mom and my dad arguing. He's never going back there. And my dad was like, fuck that. We already paid for the whole summer. Anybody's going to bring a gun again. That's then, got a point. He got a and, point. And I was like, oh, yep. And just, yeah, I guess just making sure like, yeah, no, nah, I guess the best thing with him is probably just seeing him always around the house just like not being lazy, like just seeing like what a man's supposed to be in house, like working, uh, taking care of the house. I mean, he used to not like let me sleep in. He used to always be like, "Yo, if I'm up, yo ass is up. You don't pay no bills in here." Hell yeah, just just shit like that. It just yeah, because I would say yeah, if he wasn't around, I definitely would have been a lazy, lazy son of a bitch. And I definitely like would not take his advice because I used to he used to always try to give me advice. I know it was probably right. I was like, man, he don't know what he's talking about. Like, times is different now. And I wanna, I like, I like, I used to like figuring out shit for myself. Cause he used to work the uh the health department. So I remember he used to always give me uh about like health and he used to always talk to me about like safe sex. He used to bring like condoms and all that stuff. 
And I'm like, man, this guy has no idea. I don't understand none of this shit he's talking about. Uh, but I think my favorite, one of my favorite memories. Shout out to your parents. My I dad, know they had to work hard. No, oh, yeah. Nah, I think one of, I never, my dad called me skipping school. I was skipping school with a girl, whatever. Right off of Pacific, right off of 38th. And I seen somebody, uh, like somebody drove past me. And it was like, Jamal. And I was like, oh, I wonder who that was. And it was my fucking dad. Cause like, you know, the bus stop, like right off of 38th, like uh, right on. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I do. I forgot where my dad, like, I forgot my dad, like my dad's job was literally right there. Yeah. Job was on 35th and Pacific. <laughs> yeah. He was like, dude, why are you skipping in front of my job? I was like, man, I forgot, man. He like, he dropped a girl at school and he took me home. And then he was like, man, you know what? Like, I get it. You try to do that sex talk and responsibility. You can't be doing stuff like that. And it's just between me and you, son. I'm not going to tell your mom. My That's mom doesn't the- say nothing to me for a couple of days. Then she tells me I have uh, no integrity. She was waiting for me to tell her what happened because my dad told. Then she took my phone. I'm like, damn, my dad's a snitch. <laughs> I feel like one of the scariest parts about like becoming an adult and raising even like a teenager is just like having to deal with stupidity that you can't control like you try to do everything to get the stupidity out of there could you imagine driving back to work from your lunch break and you see your fucking kid with some girl sitting at the bus stop getting ready to go back to your house Literally <laughs> and you ask about it he's like oh yeah job. I forgot you work here <laughs> Man, I'd lose I, my fucking mind no yeah, that's, that's definitely what it is because I definitely feel like my I'd probably get my parents like the most like hell that's it, that's probably how it is, man. Like teenage boys and stuff, man. Like I know they, they a challenge to deal with, man. Because dude, like once like dude, like once girls like jump into your life and all that stuff, man. Not a lot of you just don't care about a lot of shit. You, you got to think too. Both of y'all are both the first child, so it's like uh-huh. they oh, yeah, yeah. they didn't know with you guys. Like so, yeah. the, they tried My something, but like you guys were where the mistakes are going to happen if they're going to happen. Your yeah, your, no, your no. siblings, like no, like they. Yeah. They got the, the right version of the parenting plan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> shout out to parents, man. Hey, Blake, shout out to you. Happy Father's Day to you. Uh, I know Appreciate you it, man. As a single daddy working double daddy duty, uh, double overtime, all that shit. Holding yeah, it down. Man, shout out to you. you. Shout yeah. out to y'all, y'all got any uh, plans for uh, Father's Day? Y'all any gifts for y'all dads? Um, no, I, I have this damn jersey that I've been meaning to send him since I think maybe Christmas. But I thought I lost it, or I thought I sent it because then I thought I lost it because I know he didn't have it. But then I just found it again in my closet because it was underneath a pile of clothes and like completely flat, so mm-hmm. couldn't see it at well, all. Really. So it's a it's an Adidas uh, current UW one, I think. Ooh, okay. What about you, Tyler? What you getting your pops? Uh, I'm going out there. Me, my dad, my grandpa, and my uncle are having dinner at my dad's on Sunday. I, he wants this little etc sweatsuit, so I'll probably get that for him. Probably shouldn't have said that because he does listen to the show, though. So, oh, hey, man, shout, hey man, shout out to your dad. Your dad's hella funny. Yeah, he he cool. He cool. He gonna laugh at that story then that I brought up. <laughs> I got a favorite story with Jamal's dad too. Um, Please tell it. The one time we was over there kicking it, and he came home with your Georgetown 15s on, <laughs> and he looked at you like they were his shoes too. Like, and like, <laughs> we bought these, nigga. We'll come back from the game. Like, oh man, good game, man. I'll see him come in and he like just walking in my room, just take the shoes off and throw them in the box. I'm like, nigga, are you serious? Like, what are you doing? I remember he wore my, uh, I think he wore my, uh, 
Stealth 20 from the countdown package before me. He like, oh my god, was, don't wear my oh, shit man. before me. That's crazy. He's on DS and you. I would love to have a kid who wears the same shoe size as me that's a super sneakerhead. Because by the time your dad gets to his age, he's probably like not really trying to be up on shit. Yeah. But you're like, like hey, I gotta like, be there. Once you I know, he's flexing on some grade, young like, kid at his job. That's yeah, probably what it was. Once I got to like eighth, ninth grade, like he gave me, like, yo, you could just start wearing some of my sneakers. So that's how I like, I'd have like the, I had like the 18s and the 19s already because those were like some of his. Yeah. So I just took his like sneakers and I'd start getting more stuff, man. This guy's just wearing my shit. Hey, man, what, what those called? And all this stuff. He's just my wearing. dad likes to wear dub zeros and chucks. I don't want to wear uh, dub zeros. He can fight. <laughs> you said dumb shields and chucks. He can fight. <laughs> Probably. I just gave I'm my dad. Uh, I've never tried to Father's Day. Father's Day. I just. I ended up giving him those Union twos because he said he liked them. Like, oh, kind of nice. What's those? Damn. Okay. That's and all right. I was like, yeah, you have them. Oh yeah, that's your birthday. Did you tell him happy what those my brow, nigga. Hmm? Yeah. You tell him what those is where he puts them on. So like, you know, kind of like make sure it's it's right. The rest of it's right when he gets them going. No, I told him it's a it's like a, it's a special like collab with Jordan and the twos and stuff. He's like, oh man, he's kind of fresh, man. But did you did you tell him how special? Did you say in small ways? Like you know they are kind of special or whatever. Like you know how <laughs> I told him like I had to I had to win a drawing for him. But you right, have to do yeah. that for every shoe. No, he he doesn't know. He didn't tell him. He didn't tell him. He didn't tell him that a nigga might run down on him for those shoes. That too. All right, uh, we'll move on. So today is Friday, June seventeenth. So. uh since the 60s of the 60s and 70s fucking stink, I'm gonna give you guys today in sports. I'm gonna work from the most recent uh, that we actually care about. Work backwards for a little hey, bit. Hey man, oh, what's up? I'm, I'm gonna let you get your shit off, but I'm oh just saying God. it's kind of it's kind of nasty that me and you both as linemen are gonna do this to like lineman numbers. What lineman do you want to shout out at 60? I don't know. Is Max Unger 61 or some shit? I don't know. 60. I'm just saying. Like I know there's there's got to be some okay I'll I'll handle this because I was an interior lineman I was in the trenches like that I know you was like mostly defense right you did play some offense I, but I, I played center primarily in some DN they're just not fun but hey if you want to look it up they're fun for good. us we we're the road graders baby oh, yeah I feel it man yeah, all right uh, two thousand I got you I got you June June seventeenth two thousand ten uh, my Los Angeles Lakers defeated the Boston Celtics game seven of the uh, NBA Finals Kobe Bryant won. Finals MVP. That was cool. Two years before that, though, 2008, the Celtics beat the Lakers 131-92 in a game six. They beat their God ass. <laughs> I did not remember that game six being that bad. Uh, 07, Tiger Woods won the... Oh, just kidding. He didn't win that one. How did they have his pitch? He didn't win that one. Um, 1994. This is a good one. June 17th, 1994, O.J. Simpson doesn't turn himself in on murder charges in L.A. and leads police on a Ford Bronco chase for an hour and a half on national television. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that, my parents still tell me the story about that day because my dad had friends over and they were watching like uh, the Knicks-Rockets NBA finals. And then yeah. they put the finals into the bottom corner and just showed O.J. on the fucking freeway running from the police. Uh, let's see. June 17th, 92, Charles Barkley gets traded from the 76ers to the Suns. A bunch of golf stuff because most sports aren't going. Oh, my God. This is a wild one to put in here. June 17th, 1988. Robin Givens' family reports that Mike Tyson beats her up. I don't know why they wanted to tell us that. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, sorry. That was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's Domestic absurd. violence is not good. No, it's not, but I mean, it's, 
Like, there are men who well. couldn't survive like Tyson did in them. So. Yeah, no, she yeah, tough as well. There's a lot of people that wouldn't. Uh, those <laughs> her, are all the her and you on the airplane, dude. Yeah, it's legend. A decent sports day, I guess. OJ and uh, and Mike Tyson leading the charge. All right, here we, look. So Nick Hardwick, uh, he's drafted by the Chargers, yeah, right? Yep, good player. Yeah, center. center. Shout out to him. Yeah. One time Pro Bowler. Um, I don't know Nate Newton, but he played on the good Cowboys teams. Um, okay, he was a guard tackle. His nickname was the Kitchen. Three times Super like Bowl it. champ, six time Pro Bowl, two time All Pro. That's yeah, a great nickname. Um, nice. Yeah, he looks like he can make ribs. Um, <laughs> that's about it. I'm not shouting out the rest of these dudes because they all look like they might. Uh... Actually, no, Rodney Hudson. Yeah, shout out him okay. too. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good Florida one. State. Raiders. Yeah. Raiders. This isn't Rock Hudson. This is a different one. Where is what? it? Uh, no. Or no, Rock it is. Hudson. It is. This is Rock. This is Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, three-time Pro Bowler. 61. Um, I know we've talked for a little bit before we get into the actual show. Do you guys have anything from your weeks you'd like to share? Any fun facts? Any uh, Jamal might have some. Do I? I've been off work. Uh, oh yeah, my shout out to my congrats. Sister. My sister Naya graduated. We're high button school. that man. Yeah. Button. So, hey, she she had like multiple asterisks next to her name. She had a long ass list of accolades. Shout out to her. Fucking nerd. Teen nah, team. I guess uh, ain't got a bend, she, got a, she got a full ride to uh Saint Martin's. Damn, hey. that's the one in Olympia, right? Yeah, my sister Olympia graduated from one of those. Nice. Yeah, I, both my parents graduated from there too. They went to school there after. Look at your smart ass family. Yeah. And then there's Jamal. <laughs> Fuck you. But yeah, no. Nah, uh, yeah, my sister graduated, so I feel old now. I remember walking, having to walk to Stafford to go pick her up from school, and now I feel old, man. Like damn, now she's like she too cool for me. I remember when she was younger, she used to like. Always try to be in my room whenever I had company. Just, just man. Now she, she's no damn. She'll be eighteen too. Damn, nah, man. I feel dog. Watching your like siblings graduate and stuff is crazy. Hell yeah, dog. I, I'm telling you, I cried in the Safeway the first time I walked in there and saw my little brother bagging up some of these groceries. I'm like, I can't believe some dumbass nigga got a job, bro. <laughs> Buy your own shark cards. <laughs> That's the first. I told him, hey, get the Cash App card because he'd be trying to send me money. No, get it yourself, bitch. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. All right. Yeah, I don't got nothing to share. That's cool. Um, All right. I do. Okay. Well, okay. no, we're, I could do it for the shows, I think. So, yeah. No, I'll just throw it down there. Very good. Work. All right. So, NBA Finals ended yesterday. The Golden State Warriors won in six. That's why I said yeah. Jamal might have something to share. because Dub City, Dub City. I've been a Warriors. I called that, too. That was, that was both of our picks, right? I, I think all three of us called Golden State in six. Yeah. But Jamal's the only one that put money on it. Yep. Shout Let's go. Oh, man. Uh, it feels so good picking up money from there. How does it feel to be a gambling expert? Because technically, I mean, it's three tickets, right? So now it's four, actually. Oh yeah, no. So you could just put the title on now. How much? How much total did you play, and how much total did you win? Oh, uh, uh, you can obfuscate. Don't don't tax purposes. Oh uh, nah, yeah, uh, oh, a bit. It's not that much. Yeah, fuck it, man. I I think I turned what two thirty into ten seventy two. God damn. Yeah. Make sure to report that. That's rent. Nah, you don't gotta pay it, report it, if it unless it's over nine 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 nine. I think casino. Yeah, actually, I don't know. I know for uh, what was it? I know they take taxes out of uh. I don't think they you have to pay taxes on like stuff when you uh 
went from like sports betting. That's only like when you went on the slots, right? No, sports betting you have to pay if it's over ten thousand dollars. Any amount oh, of income okay. you get, you have to pay, isn't it? Like, nah. You, you, with sports betting, wouldn't it be like you have to pay like right then if it's over ten thousand? But I'm saying in general, at the end of oh. the year, you have to pay because that's considered income. Like, if you made oh, four dollars yeah. on Bitcoin, you got to pay taxes on that four dollars. Hey, fuck the IRS. We ain't reporting shit. Make gas. They, they got John McAfee. They'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, man, such a good feeling. Now I'm done till the NFL comes back. No, nah, no USFL, to, huh? You're about to find a way to bet on some okay. baseball before you know it. You WNBA. I think I'm good, man. Cause I, I, I know I'm just that. gonna. I know I'm just gonna want to hit unders. WNBA games. Do okay. Real talk. Do under. Do under. <laughs> On the MLB All Star Game. Mm, when's that? July. Oh, that's probably gonna be high as hell, huh? No, because like, unlike other sports, like because you kind of have to actually still play the sport the way you play the sport in the All Star Game. Yeah, you can't like do goofy. Like pitchers don't want to get bombs hit off them no matter where they're throwing. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I don't no, know. Man. I feel like Ben like unders on All Star Games is bad, man. No, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> all right, I'm going to pull up the stats. after Somebody else talked me into an under in an all-star game. One Shut time. the fuck up. Yeah. All right, so so watching this finals, do you guys have any takeaways from, like, major takeaways from either team that you saw? Any takeaways from the games? Anything like that other than what Wiggins had Tatum in hell. He did. It, I don't even know if that was the case. Tatum was in hell on his own when he stepped in the arena. <laughs> he just looked yeah. like a bag of shit. Um, it was crazy to see how Tatum like couldn't really get anything going. I think they said he was shot like twenty one percent from two. Uh, he looked like he lost his dog. It was weird. Nick Wright was like, "When's the last time you seen Jason Tatum dunk?" And then you start thinking about like this series. He was going to the cup and like missing layups and shit. It was. I ain't seen. I ain't seen a light skin man pass to take care cover, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> nah, nah man, they was, say like he was playing too much to, like to avoid contact. Like he'll be trying to. He'd be like contouring his body weird to avoid contact, and then like when he'd yeah. be trying to draw fouls, he like like when you don't get the foul, you complain to the ref, but then they're just off to the races when yeah. the other team get the ball back on defense. Like, Which I feel like I that think, worked in some of the previous series, but that shit was not flying with them. Stevie Wonder would have made more layups. It was That's bad. Crazy. Got me fucked bad. up. Like he he he, had, he was missing layups like I miss layups where you try to like kiss it off the glass and it just goes straight up and straight back down. It just looked bad. It looks so bad. And shout out to Al Horford. Don't let nobody tell you you're not a champion. You was yeah. doing your thing, big fella. Great. Jaylen, a champion, though. Nah, you was on the wrong teams. That's all that was. Jalen was doing the same. Like Jalen was kind of going out there, just like I don't want to say they were playing soft, but I guess that's really yeah. the only way I can think of it. Like Grant Williams, you a fraud. When you can't embarrass Giannis, you ain't got shit going for you. Derek White, you can do shit outside the regular season except for like three games in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> Peyton Pritchard didn't do shit. Hey, uh, Marcus, Marcus yeah. Smart, if he wasn't flopping so goddamn much, he could have had an impact. Yep, y'all let Draymond hit threes on you. Hold when that up. Starts, when Draymond starts hitting threes, pack it up. Go back to the yeah, game. man. Yeah, I saw him hit that one three. I was like, oh shit, I might have won some money. That's when I knew it. Did you know that was somebody's? That was somebody's FanDuel ticket too. Draymond over like point five threes or something. I was looking at the prop. His his uh his over under for like total points was seven and a half. I'm taking that every time over. I'm taking that every time. So I got a question. So after the so let's say everything before the finals, the way people were talking about Jason Tatum, and I would say I was on this bandwagon too. Like he is here as a superstar. 
Like, mm-hmm. he swept KD. He beat Giannis. They beat this, the Heat. Won a game seven at home. He had, like, 42 points. Yeah. He's in superstar category pretty comfortably, it seemed, at that point. Yeah. Do you guys think him having a series as bad as he is changes that? Or do you just chalk this up as, like, it's a bad series and I expect him to be just as good going forward? Like, do you take that superstar title away from a player off of a series like he just had? Nah, man. There's too many good games. Superstar title. I I think he's, like, on the verge of becoming one. But I think there's only, like, maybe, like, four or five superstars in the league, honestly. If, yeah, if superstars like that, like what you're saying, Jamal, then, like, yeah, I wouldn't say he was that either. But um, I, I would I would definitely not take away what he did this playoffs because of the series. Um, this series was, like, there. so the, the Celtics – Celtics were the best defense in the league. I think the Warriors were the second. Yeah, um, yeah, they're top five for sure. And there's a very good chance that Jason Tatum might be hurt. And I know we don't want to we don't want to give him that bail out. That's not fun. That's not spicy. That's not good content. It's better when people fall apart. If but, you play hurt, you, I'm, I'm I don't really care to hear. About it's you. the playoffs though. Like you're expected to play hurt. So yeah, for sure, yeah. Afterwards, exactly. we can talk about it. But during the thing, it's like no, you got to do more afterwards. Like. You can really add things because you know this is when people show up to the the press conference with a boot on, like when they was like wearing normal shoes. The whole yeah, you, you know, when LeBron showed up after after game four getting swept with the cast on his hand, said he broke his hand after game one. Exactly. That oh, this wow. is this is when you show off what happened to you. Oh, wow. And I think I remember in the Miami series, I think one game <laughs> JT did put on like the KT tape on his his shoulder or whatever because yeah. it got tugged on. So there's a good chance. I mean, he might be injured because just but like. He's so different than he was last series. Like, yeah, it was, it was drastically different. And shit, and it was like just tough, tough matchups like guarding him because you could throw what like Clay's not like the defender he was, but Clay's still okay. They Wiggles was playing good defense on him. You throw Draymond such a smart I mean, defender on him, like they tough. It, it was tough defenses to, uh, the last yeah. series too. You yeah, talked about true. going between Jimmy Bam um, and the European dudes they had out there that was sticking yeah. too. I mean, PJ Tucker That's as well, probably, like yeah. He was yeah, yeah. yeah, he was fucking them up. Like, they was, they was all, they was all playing right defense. He was just hitting tough shots. So it's like, yeah. and I think that could be a part of the problem too. Is like, and I know Bomani's been talking about it this whole playoffs. Like Jason Tatum makes every shot look hard. So like when you make the hard shots all the time, it looks like you're fucking killing shit. You can't make the hard shots all the time. Steph ran into that game five where it's like bro, he you can't make the deep ass three all the time. Look, Random park nigga, it's like size up, size up, dribble. No, nah, I'm telling you, it's legit. They got it baked into his DNA on 2K. I got a point guard on the Celtics. Jason Tatum does not catch and shoot. He catches step backs and then shoots, or catches one dribble then shoots. Doesn't matter how open he is. He does not catch and shoot. It is so frustrating. He doesn't catch and shoot in real life. I, I can't think of catch and shoot shots. He always has to dribble at least once because he's like, what can I? What better can I do with this? And I think like, it's well, just I'm it might just be part of his rhythm or whatever for getting getting the ball at his hands. But and I yeah, guess. Like guys like KD do that same thing, but KD's like so much better, I think. Like, cause he's always shooting over somebody. He's just fucking seven feet tall. So it's like it yeah. works. Yeah. But I, I but think yeah, he'll I, figure this is one of them learning moments, you know, right? Like like how LeBron got embarrassed by the Mavericks was that 2011. Um yeah. and then turns that back around what back to back MVPs. Um KD kind of had that a little bit too, uh, with when they when they lost to the Heat, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's it's it, they're they're important things to happen for a superstar and like you can't or superstar star whatever you want to call them but for for a player's development of, of Jason Tatum's caliber of what he's displayed like I think it's probably good that this happened now because this is the type of thing you lock in on and focus on so you kind of I think based on his tra- career trajectory we can only assume that he's going to keep getting better 
Like he came in <clears> as a rookie, <throat> making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and he's yeah. looked kind of great ever since then. So I imagine he'll learn from this and get better. Because he's like what 23, 24, 24 maybe. Twenty four. Yeah. yeah. So they got um, a bright future though. So Jamal, you said there's only four superstars in the league. What things would like? What do you think makes a player a superstar? Because I know some people have it as like so I you have shoe deals and like, all this stuff. I kind of think so of it more play wise. So I think it's kind of like I think it's guys that like guys that like re- that recognizably like you think they're like the best players in the league or like. MVP candidates. So I would say like okay. superstars like Steph, Braun, KD, Giannis, Luca's maybe a superstar now. Okay. And then Jokic. When he Kawhi's healthy, would you, what, what about Kawhi when he's healthy? Hel- yeah, yeah, Kawhi when he's healthy, yeah. So I got okay. like six. Because I was thinking then, there's like eight to ten any given year for the last couple years. Because I'd have basically everybody you said. I would say Embiid. Yeah. Yeah, like Kawhi. Yeah, I think I'd say you gotta be able to will a team to the playoffs. Like, yeah. you gotta be able to do that shit on your own. And it's hard to say will because it's like, well, how good is a team? How bad is a team? But I do agree with that. Like, without playing team, with another all star. Yeah, like Jokic. Like, you could. I feel like you could put Jokic on just about any team in the league, and that team is a playoff team. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you can say that about everybody that we. That's if you're not like an MVP candidate. Like, but yeah. yeah, that that's where the line would be drawn for me because obviously yeah, there's yeah. um, like. Steph's an MVP candidate, but he played with Wiggins, who's an all-star starter, and however funny that is. Um, sure. So you can't, I, yeah. he doesn't fit the criteria I just said, but it's clear that like he's good enough yeah. to dominate point, on his own. Like you're at a, a, such a tier where it's like, okay, no matter what LeBron does from here out, superstar, Steph, superstar, Giannis, superstar. Yeah. Like, and then I think getting new people in, which is kind of why I had Tatum in that. Like, I didn't think he necessarily willed them, but he's the best player on a team that was the best team in the league, and then kind of dominated through the playoffs even though you got good running right mates there. too though like can I ask, good running when y'all bring up lebron right now is this like a lot of it kind of like based on legacy or you think that he's still that today uh, i think he's still like a maybe a both. top five top six i think it's a lot of legacy right for sure like legacy's doing the work there but i also still think that if if he played for a franchise that didn't let him make the decisions and get the team that they were around last year uh I still think – I mean, like, he was second in the league in scoring last year. Um, like, he's still a good player. I heard y'all talking about his defense. His defense ain't that bad. Uh, <laughs> is it good? <laughs> it's not, it's is not it, great. Is it plus? It's decent. Uh, but, no, like, I think if LeBron, if LeBron was still in Miami and was letting, like, a competent franchise build around him as opposed to, like, trading the, the farm for fucking Russell Westbrook, like, which was never going to work, I feel like the the Lakers are at minimum a playoff team, and then once they're in the playoffs, I think they have a shot. So yeah, I think I I'm still not like I, I obviously LeBron's taking steps back, but like even last year, the team that went to the finals, they were an Anthony Davis injury away from they were up two zero, I think, or two one or something like that on them, like looking like they're about to win that series until AD got hurt. So mm-hmm. I still think he's that guy. He's still he's not the guy he used to be, um, and I'm definitely not going to say he's the best player in the league anymore, but. I still think he's in that category. Yeah, I did. I got a lot of people comfortably better than him, which was not the case for a very long time. But um, when you say a lot, five people, probably. Yeah, yeah, I could agree with that. Like, yeah, maybe, I'd have him like between like the, five and yeah, seven. Yeah, the young guys: Jokic, Embiid, Luca, Giannis. Is that four? Steph, seven, I guess. Yeah, Steph, five. maybe KD. I don't know. I'd have KD above him. I know KD sure. like played like god awful in that playoff series, but it was a playoff series. He was cooking this season. 
But LeBron, I feel like LeBron and KD had similar seasons also, though. So I'd, I'd, I'd have both of them like five, six. But I'm, yeah, everybody we said above them, I'm, I'm cool with them. You said Jokic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jokic, Luka, Giannis, yeah, back and MVPs, man. Steph, and then KD, LeBron, I'd say would be tied for me. And I do think like off the court, like kind of makes you a superstar too. Cause like you for see sure. them, like they got like, obviously like you're like the top of the top. So you're going to get like a signature shoe. You get like your own gear. But all like, that's based on what's happened before. So I was like saying like right now. Yeah. Talking sure. about where people is right now. And that's why I was asking because I know that I've met people who are like, oh, well, like Zion has a shoe. So he's immediately a superstar, even though he hasn't really done anything but we know he is from from a fame perspective like Lamelo probably is from a fame perspective for sure yeah but not not what we're talking about in this context because like i I think like nba superstar i'm kind of like people that don't like watch basketball like that i think they might know who they are because like somebody like what what about tyler hero (laughs) he he fit that what you're talking about 16 year old white kids or 16 year old kids i should just say don't watch basketball all right relax okay i'm serious though if you're not from Portland, I don't know if you know who Peyton Pritchard is. That's every white kid with a hoop in his driveway is like idle. Have mercy. I hope not. He did put up what did he put up last year? 90 points in a fucking the Drew or something like that or in a pro. Dude, yeah, I don't know. Crazy. I still had some in this one. Um okay. So kind of going along with this uh Hell yeah, brother. So obviously <laughs> the talk, especially after Steph winning finals MVP, has been like Immediately after the game yesterday, I seen just Twitter heads and reporters like, oh, he's in my top 10 now, or like, where does he rank, or he's here now, or I moved him here. And for me, I, I think I have him 12th all time for like, if I have to rank players, like the greatest one. Just 12, just 12. throwing that out there, just 12. <laughs> like, you didn't <laughs> just do this already. Oh, I did do it. I, I, I know. Have it's I have to throw it out there. But I'm saying, I say that to say, like, whether they won or lost last night or whether he won finals MVP or not last night, I probably would have still had him in the same place. He won and I kept him at the same place. Cause I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't think if he, Steph, if they lost this series, I would have been like, you know, Steph has been ass forever. He, I got to put him in my, my top 25 now. So what do you, what is your guys' opinion on like these, like, and I think I asked this with like the legacy question a couple weeks ago of like how one series changes or doesn't change your perception on a player and the reason i asked the one series question is because so many little things can happen that obviously time makes you forget about but like if the warriors had lost in 2015 and Kyrie and and kevin love were healthy and they lost but this was his third finals and he won a finals mvp i don't think we'd have been like wow steph is like finally that guy and he's here we would have still seen all the other stuff he did performance wise and had him like in the same regard um which is why them winning yesterday it was a great win i think but people are like, oh, this is like the crowning jewel of his career. And like this made him. He's now a undisputable, like great. And it's like before yesterday, he was still that for me. I think I think your scope is too big of what you're talking about right now, though, right? Because what the conversation about what this does for Steph, it's a lot smaller. It's it's again like on that short list that we're talking about with like how would Jamal brought up like five or six superstars, right? We're we're trying to sort stuff out among other legends, and that's what this is doing. Yeah, yeah, this like is moving that around. Yeah, how he how he performed in that game last night moves him around against other goats. It doesn't. We're not talking about is is was Steph really the right? Um, no, was it Steph or Brandon Jennings? Was that what was the right pick in that draft? We're not doing that no more. We're way past that. Sure, you know, yeah, like yeah. Um, so th- this those conversations is is you got to just again like focus it down. Like it's, it's about that list. Like did this move him above? 
Isaiah Thomas or Oscar Robinson, like what did, what did it do there? Like that, that's what we're talking about. Is this, is his career not better than Kobe's? Is it better than KD's or whatever? Like you just, it was, those are the kind of conversations has to be about though. It's not, it's not about, yeah, that's exactly is, is Steph about. like is Steph to belong in the, in the room with these guys because it's clear that he sure. does. We're just saying like sure. if you're trying to put a list together, which is dumb, and you probably should just accept people for who they are or whatever. But if you're if you really need to nail it down and say this guy's better than this guy, what did this do for that? That's what this is about. And for me, like I mean, I don't know. I don't delve into it like that, so I really couldn't say. Like I just appreciate the people who like who I got a chance to watch and appreciate through my lifetime. I just appreciate them for who they are. I wouldn't necessarily move him. Above KD, below KD, above Kobe, below Kobe. Like I'm like all them dudes is killers to me. I've watched any of them all care. It's probably the best I think way. I'm kind of on the same shit. Like, but like, you know, like the legacy shit, like that's just like uh like talking points for like media. Cause you know, like I say like within like the last, I guess since like the the debate shows on Sports Center, like that era, all that stuff, mm-hmm. that's what everything's about. Now it's like ranking people here and legacy, who's better than this person all time. We did it too, though, man. That's us too. We did it. We've done done it through our whole entire life rappers, music, sports. Like, that's that's what we do. That's all like basketball is now. It's like every topic. It's like, man, like, what's this do for Tatum's legacy and all that stuff? And it's like, it's hard too, because it's like, man, like, I don't want to say this person moving past this person because, like, the game was so different when this person played and this motherfucker played like 30 years ago. But he definitely, like, I don't know. I probably have him like top 15 all time. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'd have them top 10, but then I'd have to sit down and actually think about it. And then it's like, man, like, I don't know how I'd want to rank. Like, some it's hard to rank like people like that, you know, like before, like, we didn't get to watch. So it's like, it's like hard to put yeah. those guys I, on. And like I the think spot. for, there's not obviously not a consensus top 10, but I feel like the two that I would say, like, I have no, like, I can't even watch them on YouTube really is Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain who people well i don't have will my 10 but like those are the like the super old guys like that where it's like you can't find film and i have yeah. no way to compare you against them but for no, the most there's part, lots like, of film yeah, my bad i'm I, not trying to cut you off no, but there's I mean, a lot there, of film on both of them a lot of film, just, but i don't know people say that about will because the 100 point game isn't on there but like if you sure. go on youtube there's a whole channel will chamberlain archives and there's actually a lot of bill russell stuff on that same channel you can watch okay. him play sure yeah i guess it i just look like ass play enough to watch no it's, it's actually super clear he's upscaled it a lot so it, it's okay. it's very clear because okay. he got the original film for a lot of it and if you have that then like you can make the resolution whatever you want because like it's basically like a one-to-one thing of what you saw yeah that's tough yeah okay well yeah i just haven't watched them play so i i don't like but i feel like i've seen like went back and watched like enough bird and enough magic who are the few that are like so far outside that i've never seen them play at all to get a picture of it to like feel decently comfortable comparing them to the people i've watched play for the last 20 years but yeah it's just i I was thinking earlier today it would be so cool to have like some sort of like um i don't want to say a time machine but guess like a time machine because like another thing seeing people talk about like oh this isn't lebron's era because steph has many as many rings as him it'd be interesting to see like how people compared because from what we can see people compared bird and magic like out the gate obviously same draft so it was like they're competing against each other right away. They were then going to finals against each other right away, which it doesn't seem like people hold Steph and LeBron in that ilk. But like outside of the, the couple finals LeBron went to pre going back to Cleveland, like he's faced Steph more than any other player he's faced. I mean, I guess KD because he's seen him one time without Steph. But it, it seems like it should be more of like a not necessarily friendly rivalry, but like, yeah, these two were like the two guys of their generation. They were leading whatever team they were on, regardless of the makeup of that team against one another. And it seems like they're closer to like a burden magic of our generation, but people kind of hold it like, 
well, and I guess the conversation is just different and it may have been like that then. So it's hard to even compare, but it's interesting to not be able to see what the convo was for those guys back then when they were competing versus how it is now, which I'm sure it's more toxic now because it's 24 hours and everybody has a take on it, but it's just interesting to see in real time, especially the day after a finals. Yeah, man, you gotta have something on TV, man. Like they, they these sports shows is every day. Like they want to talk about this like the next two months. They were posting. Kevin Durant had like there was like one hundred eleven thousand tweets talking about Kevin Durant within five minutes of the game being over last night. Like holy shit! Sound <laughs> fell away. Did y'all see the correlation that like every year Kendrick dropped an album, the Warriors have won. Jesus yeah, I saw Christ. that. Yeah. I seen Draymond retweet that and say uh, Kendrick drop an album next year too. Oh shit. Draymond's in rare form. That that uh that Boston shirt he had was hilarious. Going for eighteen, and then it said nope in that last box. That's probably <laughs> the best like post uh finals trolling thing I've ever seen. Like the LeBron Ultimate Warrior one was good, but that one's incredible. Nah, yeah, that might be the best one. What was it? Not the which one? The LeBron had like some cookies at a party. That was a funny one. Remember, he had like the warrior cookies. Oh yeah, the Halloween party with like yeah. the R.I.P. Clay, R.I.P. Steph, R.I.P. Seventy three and nine or whatever. Yeah, that was a good Those one. Little cookies. That was a good one. That was funny. Mm-mm-mm. All right, but no, um, good finals for sure. So, Draymond, I I know was like a heavy talking point just because he played so poorly for most of the series. Um. And it got me to thinking, like, what other player – I won't say ever because de- I think there used to be more guys like him. But is there another player on a finals team that you guys can remember who had, like, as big a role as him that was able to play as poorly as him but still, like, have I, – I don't even want to say the impact, I guess, but, like, be the face of the team almost? Like, he played like shit for multiple games and people gave him shit, and his response was just like, yeah, so what? I'm here. <laughs> and just, like – that's such a special case, it seems like. Like, we he just don't even shit on a... too much because the expectation is so low, but he's also yeah. supposed to be the third best player. Yeah, yeah Kobe, he, he sunk in they won. Uh, I know he sucked in the 2009 finals against – no, it might have been the finals against in 2010 against um, Boston. I, think, I know his game seven wasn't good. I don't know if he was bad the whole series, but I know he had, like, nine points in game seven or some crazy shit like that. He just has such a unique role, like Draymond, where it's like, because, like, what, like, you literally, like, don't want him to score. Like, you don't want him taking shots like that. But it's like, he's, like, the captain of the defense and, like, the most, like, smart defender. And, like, they said he's probably, like, what, their best playmaker, too? I want to say before the game where he scored eight points, he was averaging more fouls per game than points. Oh, yeah. And there was no time. There was no point where it was like, yo, Draymond can't play anymore. If if Ennis Cantor did that, the motherfucker's getting shit back home mid, mid-series. mid Draymond did, and it's like, I mean, we might bench you at the end of the next game. He's in Ennis, Ennis Freedom. Yeah. Have some goddamn respect. I won't. Fuck that guy, actually. <laughs> but no, it, it's just been so fascinating to see, like, the, his mom was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. That is not my son out there playing. This must be a clone. Like, you're playing so bad that your mom's like, I've never seen no shit like this. And it's still just like, eh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> like, you're yeah. going to be out here. Such a, so, a wild. Twenty The 2009 to 2010 finals, LA versus Boston. Kobe shot 40% from the floor, 31% from deep, um, 80% from the line, 28 points a game, 
Uh, that's 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 primo chucking, but yeah. <laughs> what maybe it was the year before. I, I I know that game seven, he was like shitty. I I I know Powell like carried us to that win. Yeah, the year before he was a bit, bit a lot more efficient. I mean, forty three percent from the floor, thirty six percent from deep, so slightly better. Okay, yeah, thirty two points a game. More buckets. I was trying to th- I was trying to think of like what other team in the like what other finals caliber team in the NBA today could have a Draymond on them and still win a chip. Like I don't know if if if, if Milwaukee, nobody like. Yeah, there's nobody. Yeah, out, the the, the off-seating, like, oh, sorry, my bad. like Dennis Rodman, maybe I guess, but that's like way back in the day. Yeah, and his rebound, he could finish around the rim. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, Draymond can't do shit. Like <laughs> he wasn't. He had 12, 12, 8, and eight last night, I think, and it was like, oh fuck, thank God. Yeah, it's it's the the offset of the shooting of Steph, Jordan Poole, Clay. Um, and whether it be like Everybody I don't know, like Otto plays. Porter, whoever, like whoever right. stands open, Wiggins, whoever stands open in the corner and hits the shots for them, like all these guys are shooting like elite numbers. So it, it offsets yep. somebody who shoots as poorly as he does, and since like he can pass and like play defense and rebounds above his size, like it works out with that lineup. It, you got to have a very specific group of players in order yep. to make Draymond work with you, and that chemistry because I I couldn't imagine if Draymond was like a year two player. Or if like he was just on a new team and they're like, "Yo, get him off the floor." But Steph and Clay are gonna be like, "Nah, like we he knows what he's doing. Like he knows what he's bringing, and mm-hmm. it does help." Like watching him, like, and it, same thing with Steph. And I think that's another like superstar trait. But you watch Draymond, like this motherfucker is setting the hardest screens you've ever seen. He's battling Robert Williams, who's like six inches taller for every board, like trying to kill shit every time. So he's like, "Hey, I suck, and I'm not about to score no points. What I am about to do is get us five and a half fouls." <laughs> get a tech, get into everybody's yep. head, pass the ball hella efficiently, get it exactly where it needs to be. Um, yeah, it's the reason there's no analog to him on any other team, though. It's like they don't have another Draymond. Like, yeah, um, really not. And, and for even that, Dennis I mean, Robin isn't a good comparison, I don't think, just because of all of what Draymond does. Yeah, like I don't think I don't, I don't think he'll end up on another roster. I think that Clay said it today on Draymond's show that like he's told Coach Curry, like, I'm only playing yep. for you or else I'm not playing anymore. So yeah. Um, whatever that means for his contract coming up, like it'll probably be resigning for whatever it is. Um, smaller so, number. Draymond probably be the same. To the fucking NBA would be like Clay and Draymond start taking like super duper, not necessarily vet minimums, but they're taking like eleven million dollars a year. I think it's coming. I think it's coming because oh they they both. I mean, Draymond was very big on talking about his relationship with Andre Iguodala and just Andre Iguodala into that whole entire team yep. and that. Andre Iguodala is probably stepping away because he's starting a venture capitalist fund. He said, like, that's their OG. Like, they learn everything from him. So I think all those guys probably, they're going to have money coming crazy um, post-career just because of um, the people that they've been around. So I don't think they're too worried about – I don't think they're too worried about these NBA checks. So, um, And plus, you got to figure they they had – Kaminga didn't play in the finals. Uh, Wiseman didn't play in the finals. I think the other dude's name was – yeah, oh, Moody. Moody I think his name was Moody. Yep. The the other one they drafted. Yeah. He obviously didn't play either. Those were three like lottery picks. Yep. So those guys have got to they they have talent. They're going to improve. Um, the roles get less for Draymond and Clay and whoever else is struggling and old on their teams. But they have they have killers coming. Like yep. and Jordan Poole, obviously too. Like a stupid bucket. So <laughs> it's nasty. Um, it's nasty. Yeah, they, they, I could see them taking really smaller like deals and staying over. around because they, they care about winning. That's all they know is winning. So yeah. they're trying to go nowhere else. 
as a Lakers fan, I hate to see that. Um, but as a basketball fan, there, this has definitely been one of the funner teams to watch for the last eight years at this point now. It's been incredible. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I got these yeah, fucking the basketball look, man. Uchi Daddy shorts, and they're like riding up on my legs, and the chair is leather, and it's not comfortable. Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Daddy, sure. Man, don't don't yeah, put it in the camera. This is crazy. You know, look at look at the thighs out, man. You see that? <laughs> All right, man. You yeah. Who asked that? for that? Two beers. Two beers. Turned up, man. All right, and then I guess Blake kind of just. Hey, baby, you bit. out there? Who huh? whose future is brighter, Boston or Golden State? And based on what Blake just said, I'm leaning Golden State. I'd say Golden State as well. I think I might go Boston, man. Like if they like go. How far out we talking? What you saying? What you think? What you think about Shakur for future? Are you saying future like next year? The next three. Oh, yeah, man. Because I think I like, I think I like the pairing of Tatum and Brown better than like, damn. But you know, like Golden State, yeah. But then it's like I wonder like what they're gonna keep around at Boston. But I think I think Boston has a better chance to win something than Golden State in the next three years, maybe. I'm disagreeing. I think Brown I'm disagreeing. can like get better. I don't I think, think that they Clay's Clay's only getting older. I don't think Clay's sure. an all-star player anymore. He's not okay. really that good on defense anymore. He's okay now. He's he's just cool, but you know the shot's always gonna be there. But we talked about that. Like he's coming off a uh, Achilles and ACL back to back. Like, yo, that letter moving ain't the same. Like hear me I out, bro. I seen Derek White looking like uh <laughs> young like me and about to have the same point. If you're gonna name the best players who are on the court in this series, how many players do you name before you get to the second warrior? Before you get to the second warrior? Yes. Three. The best players in the series. Don't say just this game in this series. Three. You three, three names before I get to the second warrior. Who's yeah. the three? All right, go... not even let's let's say the best players out there. Not even like how they played this series, just the I mean, best Brown, players. Brown Tatum and Smart, right? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. I wouldn't go. There. Well, because Steph would be one, and then I'd go Brown, Tatum, and I go Wiggins after that, based off the playoffs at least. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? It might. It might be Wiggins. So it might just be Brown and Tatum then. Yeah. Yeah, and then I probably yeah. have Smart right after that. Yeah, well, they did win Defense Player of the Year. Pretty good. I was good. You could argue it's that Horford's like right there with Wiggins, if not above him. Horford getting older. Sure. Sure. I'm just saying though, like Horford where they are right now, right here during the playoffs. Horford's so you playoff have all those straight. players, right? Who are yep. you have a better group of players on the floor than the Warriors have? But it didn't matter because the one, the one that the Warriors have is that much better than the field, and he's still going to be there, and he's still going to be letting that mug fly. And they got a system figured out down there, so that's why it's hard for me to pick against them. I could see of the next three years, there being one year where Boston maybe is the favorite just because the years yeah. have caught up with them. But it's like, just like we we're talking about with all the young players that they still have of, with high potential young players. I don't think the Warriors are going anywhere. Cause like if Draymond falls off, it don't matter dog. Like and move the, to the, the side. Like Looking at it is even if even let's say Clay and Draymond don't want to take the super small deals, which it don't I, matter. I can't, I can't imagine that they won't. Right. But if you package James Wiseman and Clay, you can get an all-star player with that and some picks. They don't trade picks typically, so they still got picks. They still got all three, like you just said, three lottery players that we just named. They have picks. They have stars on the team that can be traded. They're going to have cap space. Their owner's willing to spend. It's hard for me to think that there's few teams that I think have a brighter future forward in the immediate three years than the Golden State Warriors. 
thought they could trade like Wiseman and Wiggins and get like I don't know like somebody somebody something with a name good. like Kawhi something or something good. I don't know go go get go get a killer something good and then it's like hey Draymond we need you to take a little less money Clay we need you to take some less money because we're about to bring in Kawhi he's about to take boom like you could very easily yeah it's hard for me to think Pascal Siakam send send Andrew Wiggins back to Toronto where he's from Ooh. he'll love it. He's like a star that. now. I like that for all parties involved, actually. Yeah. So I think Andrew Wiggins might be a better number one. Even though I don't know if Andrew Wiggins is the one, him and Fred Van Vliet together up in Canada might be a problem. I don't think you yeah. want Andrew Wiggins to be your one or your I I don't either, but maybe your two. I also don't know if Minnesota was the place to find the one because everyone in Minnesota is struggles. Cat has struggled for Seven well, cats put up Minnesota. numbers, but it's just like what you have around them. Like you could, Wiggins like Sacramento with snow. Yeah, yeah, like Wiggins put up all, numbers. Ant put up numbers. It yeah, was hard for them. You're the number one on the team. You're gonna put up numbers because like, yeah, yeah, somebody got to score and put up some points. I just think, like, yeah, it's hard to one of the hard, best trades of all time too. It's hard to get a good grasp of like how good a player can really be on such shitty teams. Same thing with Devin Booker great numbers for so long it's like is he actually good he gets chris paul a better team around him and it's like oh okay like we see what you can actually do which isn't much yeah. and um, they stopped putting draft picks too because they used to they used to pick the no, worst he, people in the top he really, he's been doing he's doing the same shit though he's just scoring a bunch no, of points no, it's the same I thing he's been doing when team is bad he scored a bunch of points team good he scores a bunch of points yeah same thing <laughs> They didn't even necessarily stop uh, punting draft picks they traded for mikhail bridges nah they stopped they, they was punting draft pick dude they took josh jackson Drajan Bender and Alex. Nigga, in the top Josh five. Jackson was what four years ago? I'm just saying, like they took all three of those guys in the top five. Like, bro, where's yeah. Drajan Bender at now? I, I'm not willing to say they stopped punting draft picks. James Jones has not made a ton of bad, many bad draft picks yet, but I won't say they've stopped punting them. Those are yet. three top five draft picks they punted. The last one you mentioned was four years ago. Josh Jackson was not was the Lonzo year and Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's that, that's a punted pick. Before that, yeah. Drajan Bender's punted. What what are the picks that they've made since then, though? Is what I'm saying. Probably like what Mikael Bridges. DeAndre. They didn't pick Mikael Bridges. DeAndre they traded for him from fucking. Uh, they, they fleeced fucking Philly because they didn't want him uh, to play with his mom in the building. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Let, let me see. Sons. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, dun. You guys got to keep talking. That's crazy. Hey, I'm looking at it right now. I got it pulled up. So, uh, Josh Jackson, DeAndre Ayton, Jarrett Culver, Jalen Smith, Deron Sharp, all punts. What you talking yeah, about? They Jared, made one good Jared pick. Culver, Jarrett Culver didn't play for them. Jalen Smith, I don't think has really done. They okay, made one good pick. Games. Yeah. Damn, and, oh, I guess they didn't and the good pick was DeAndre Ayton. They yeah, had do one this to that narrative and just toss it. Yeah, yeah the good <laughs> pick they had was garbage. the first overall pick in the draft where everybody's like, yeah, you're an idiot if you don't take Ayton. Where he was or in their pick. hometown the entire time. They watched him play and high school can, basketball, college basketball. You could argue basketball. that they punted the pick because they didn't pay, take fucking Luka Doncic. <laughs> they didn't get the best player in that draft. They might yeah. not have gotten a second player in that draft. I think I just think those other ones were like so bad. They were no, bad, were but awful. I mean, hell, man. look at that draft, man. So who could they have taken after? Jamal Murray probably would have been the best pick they could have made after that. And Josh Jackson. Cr- would they have the fourth pick that year? No, that's the Dragon Binger draft, right? So oh. Dragon Binger went four. Chris Dunn was five. Buddy Hield at six. 
would have been a better pick, but you know, whatever. Would would it have changed their outcome? Probably not too much. They're still Uh, in the league, though. Drajan Bender works at a uh, market. He's probably playing like overseas or something. Bender works in the market. (laughs) Oh, he was on the Warriors in 2019, 2020. Was he? Yeah. Um, Don Maker. DeMontis so Sabonis, that'd have been a better pick, but he obviously he wasn't slated to go that high. He went he went eleven. So yeah, yeah, they could have they could have drafted the bow constrictor, the boa. Who the fuck is that? I don't bow cruise, the cruise missile. Uh, Wancho Hernan Gomez, y'all don't watch the movie yet. I still haven't watched that movie yet. Everybody my that dad movies. just said it was good. He said it was five good. movies. Five. Malik Beasley. Siakam went uh twenty-seven. Damn, the Suns really fucked up not taking him when he was going 27. <laughs> Wish they would have known that, right? Yeah, see, I could 27 guy, damn. I mean, did the they do their research? Did they do their research? <laughs> they drafted Zaire Smith at 16. And, you know, this and is the one they traded for. Okay, Ooh, so that was that a was good a, one. That was a Bridges that, That's really just it. That's yeah. it really ends there. Yeah, fuck y'all. Yeah, no, they have they have, they've had one good pick in the or two good picks in the last decade. Because shit, yeah, yeah Booker was twenty. Drafted TJ Warren. He's straight in the bubble. That's, that's true. He was not straight there. When's the last time you seen TJ Warren play basketball? Damn, is he still in the bubble? Injury? Does he got braids still? He, pro- I don't know. Mm. I don't they know. drafted Kendall Marshall. Legend. Shout out, hey, Laker legend. Hey, he's a uh, he coach at UNC now, man. Not the head coach, a coach. And then, uh, so is Jordan Poole a restricted free agent after this year? He's restricted, right? I want to say he's restricted. Yeah, he signed baby deals the whole time, so he's he's about to. But Wiggins, I think, is unrestricted after this year. They got bird rights to him, though, because I know he didn't really have long term deals. Yeah, Wiggins has one more year left on his deal, too, doesn't he? Wiggins, oh, yeah, Wiggins got some years left. I think he had three three years at 35 per or something like that. Yeah. Wiggins getting a check. Yeah, it was a big bag. Four-year, $10 million deal. Oh, yeah. Jordan Poole is a restricted free agent after next Oh, yeah, they're year. good, then. Oh, okay. I thought they was coming up yeah. this year, then. Nope. So they're going to open up as the betting favorites to win it all again. I'm, picked, I'm putting the money on the Clippers, man. It's the year they defeat the curse. I think the Bucks opened up. Nah, I got it. The Clippers got to prove it to me at this point. <clears throat> I'm not. I can't have a conversation with you regarding anything Clippers. You're heavily biased. <laughs> I'm not only are you a Lakers fan, but you have a you have a, like a blood feud with Paul George. I do, but <laughs> nothing about that team ever stays healthy or goes right. Nah, dude. Like, like they, they they were kind the of hooping they, this year, like without their two best players. Like honestly, first, like and when Paul I, George I came back, he looked like a damn near MVP. Yeah, no, he was open for a little bit. I know that hurts you to say. I'm wow, that's crazy. You don't they Paul George came back and like out the gate was averaging like 25 and five or something like that. And I'm just looking at pictures of Anthony Davis punching air, dude. It's so annoying. It's so fucking annoying. Uh but Andrew Wiggins is also a free agent after next year. He's making 33 million dollars this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. those, they got both of them I, I can't. Yeah, I, I just can't take the Clippers seriously until they do it. Like they got everybody's got to stop getting hurt or having <laughs> bad luck. They get hurt and have bad luck. This the year. Just, Curses are falling apart, man. Kawhi's been in the lab. He's been healthy for four months now, probably. Nah, dog. They're they're building their stadium in a in a neighborhood that looks like Fircrest too. 
the back wall of their stadium is up against somebody's like a uh, fucking retaining wall of their home. Nah, there, yep. nothing good's gonna come from any of this. They said we're about to get rid of these old English jerseys too. As soon as that thing goes up, <laughs> no, you're, you, you thought we were flirting with gang culture. It's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna get some uh, some bounty hunters jerseys. Mm-hmm. All right, they, um, uh, but on on Draymond's podcast, this is like two or three episodes ago. The the it was the episode where Wiggins like set his career high with rebounds at like 16. I think third. It was a six, he had a game before that where he got like thirteen or something because his original high was like eleven. Uh, his, yeah. He had sixteen, and then they were like, "Oh, that's great, but your game high before this was eleven. That's pathetic." Yeah, <laughs> I was dying. I was like, <laughs> He's like, "Dog," he said, "I Steph didn't say it because you know Steph is nice, but we thought the exact yeah. same thing." Mm-hmm. He needed that though, man. This probably been a really good, really important year for Wiggins. Just like the the punch in the chest, probably like literally and just like mentally of like that, what his potential is, how good he is, and like just what he needs to do in order to like make that show up every single night. Like this probably been a real eye opener. I, I think that's part of why I think not that the Pascal for Wiggins trade needs to happen, but that's I, I think could be the like shift in like he couldn't be a number one because he went to fucking Minnesota and was expected to be the number one, like out the game yeah. with no type. Of, I think Najee Muhammad was his fucking, his, his vet, his rookie year. Like you're not getting anything from that, but like going and playing on this team, seeing what it takes to win, seeing the type of work you need to put in. Najee Muhammad just kind of after next year, when his contract <laughs> is up, put him on a different team. And like, he can actually like guide a team. To he the- got to run with KG. What are you talking about, man? Sure. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Oh shit! I forgot they brought KG back. Another fucking loser. <laughs> love you, love you, Big Ticket. Did you guys know that James Wiseman's nickname is Big Ticket? Like that's his Twitter and Instagram name, also. Really? That's yeah, I looked shit. at his. I looked at his um his pro basketball reference the other day, yeah. and I saw that his first nickname was uh, J. J Big Ticket or something like that, and his name on Instagram is JT or J Dub Big Ticket. Wow, how do you just steal a nickname? Oh. You can't do that. Yeah, it is the first name here. That's crazy. You can't yeah, do that. Crazy. No, you've played like sixteen games. You got to relax. No, yeah. <laughs> well, you've played more games in Santa Cruz than in San Francisco. You can't just say you're the big ticket. This was random as hell, but since we're talking about KG, it's got reminded in my head of like this. Uh, I think it was a pre-draft video or like series he did where he's going to work with young players and just talk to him and shit. But one one episode he was uh, with Mo Bamba, and KG like met him at some beach or something like that. And KG had like this like it was a hoodie, but the hoodie was like t-shirt material, yep. and he literally had the hood like taped to his head, so oh, the shit was like partially on like this. Wait, have you not heard the story on how he does that? No, he said he shaves his hair in that part of his head against the grain so that like it's all bald and shiny up here, but he shaves it against the grain here so that it's all stubbly so that when he puts his shit on, it just sticks to the stubble. <laughs> he said that. Remember that show he used to have on TNT? They, they oh, my had it. it would be like on the back of his head. he's like doing all the head movement shit and it wouldn't move. And he said he shaves the shit against the grain. So at the back of his head, it just his shit just sticks to it like Velcro. That's stupid as hell. Yeah, because somebody asked if he taped it, because it's it doesn't make sense how it just stays there. I thought he taped it. Nope. That shit was not moving. He, he has his he he tells he got a uh, he got a fucking uh, bevel kit just for that. Dude, Damn, bevel used to be on like all the little sponsors for like all the podcasts. I used to listen I use that to shit it. for a couple. You can get them right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say it worked. You can get them at Target. Nature now, Box. Bro. Where y'all at? Hey, Tristan. 
Should he sponsor us? Tristan, Tristan Walker. I know you. Uh, Tristan Walker. There we go. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Black, hey, Bevel, Black what's businesses. up? Yeah, shoot back on the pod. We'd love to have you on the podcast. It's, yeah, it's better than all that. these shave your nuts commercials we've been getting. Yeah. I do fuck with Manscaped, though. Manscaped is great. You got a Manscaped? I got a, I got a knockoff. I got a Panasonic type of thing. I'm sure it's not much different. Yeah, it does its thing. I don't got all the, like, the fancy add-ons and ointments and shit, though, that all, they be all advertising. Good. They, they send you like a, a newspaper that you can put under you while you shave, which I've, I've never used because I just do it in the shower. Uh, but they do give you the ball cologne and the ball deodorant. And they, they send you a pair of underwear. Stuff. The underwear are super fucking comfortable. Hey, the underwear are good. Not gonna lie. Yeah, the underwear are super. Y'all both got manscaped. I got that shit a minute ago. Oh, you was early in the manscaped game. You gotta <laughs> let them know. <laughs> nah, I remember. I use somebody's promo code to get it for a deal. Yep, same. I don't remember what podcast promo code. Oh, suckers! It might have been Jim Ross podcast. Honestly, hey, what was his code? Put in code. Oh. When they tell you when they tell That's you that Bree's on her way back home, you need to get you a Manscaped and a Bluetooth subscription. No, I'm gonna just uh, go on. Um, never mind. <laughs> all right, no, all right. Blake. Let's talk about some NFL cool. hot seats, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, I had notes on this, but I don't know where they are because this was three weeks ago. But I've we can go to go off the off the it. top of the tizzy tizzy top dome, man. So NFL season's coming up. Hot seats are always at the top of the conversation. Normally, it happens at, like towards the end of the season when it's like the hiring firing wave, like you kind of figure out like what's going on there. Yeah. But we can look at it going forward. Right. So it's like, you got players, you can be on hot seats, right? Like maybe quarterbacks who didn't get their fifth year deal picked fifth year yeah. option picked up, or maybe they're like trying to solidify themselves as a starter in a new situation. It's maybe like a little bit of make or break for them. Um, running backs who kind of usually season, don't get in their yeah. fifth year options. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to stay with one team, but it's like, you know, you kind of really, you really got to do some shit to make that happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, yeah, let's throw out some. I'll start with one Daniel Jones, obviously. That's probably the easy peasy one. That is probably the easiest one, honestly. Yeah. Right. Like, what what do you think that, what do you think would a performance from him that would get his spot solidified where the Giants are like, all right, here's another four years for you, big fella. Go, go on and see what we can do with it. 28 touchdowns. Total are in there. Picks. I'm talking about throwing, and he's got to cut down on the turnovers because that's what kills him. Is like the, the picks and the fumbles. He fumbles at like a re, ridiculous, like alarming rate. Yeah, like turnovers are really like the bad thing to him. So if he can like just like cut his turnovers in like half, and that's asking a lot. But like, yeah, he needs to. Cause I was, cause, yeah. Besides Daniel, yeah, nah, he's really bad at turnovers, dude. You say 20, 20 and fourteen, you're comfortable giving him long term. Security, yeah, but long term, yeah. like four or five Not years, like, whatever. Yeah, like they ain't gonna cash him out, but they'll give him another deal, and they okay. see that, like, obviously he's making some improvement, something like that. Um, next person I'm gonna name. Wait, um, I don't think okay. there's a statistical performance he can put up. I think they have to make the playoffs for him to make. I, that. I think the turnovers need to oh. cut down, and that's statistical because his biggest thing is turnovers. Because he has the like, even if he throws. If he, if he, instead of instead well, of fumbling twelve bad. times, he fumbles five times instead of throwing. 16 or 13 picks he throws nine i still think they're gonna be like yeah but we won six games we gotta go somewhere I, but they it's gotta, gotta be one of them things where we can't point at you and say you're the reason how come we didn't do this yeah yeah like if he's doing you know, like okay, how stafford had a job in detroit for all the years and they were god awful it was clear that he wasn't holding them back yeah, even he, though he was falling out every year like kind of yeah he was having good, he put good count numbers yeah for sure um, he did put up good count numbers not much else um 
but yeah, some people but, can't do that shit though. That's what we're trying to ask Daniel Jones. I, I know, sure. I know their GM did say like we've done everything to put him in a bad position, so maybe yeah. they'll like kind of give him some leeway on like we fucked up, so like maybe he gets another year. I would personally think he needs to make the playoffs before they yeah, like for tough, them to man. give him a, a longer than a one year deal. And they got a one year deal. I feel like you're still on the hot seat. Yeah, kind of like a prove it, some prove it type shit. I was going to sure. say, yeah, probably like a four or five year deal. Probably feel like you locked in a little bit. All right, next person. Um, I'm going to say with Ryan Tannehill, y'all feel like he's probably in a, in a make it or break it type situation right now? Yeah, because he's kind of older. And then, like, it's kind of like that. What have we done for me lately? Like, our last memory of him was like looking really fucking bad in those playoff games. Yeah. Yeah. And then they drafted a point now, in the third round. So I would say it's hard to want to put him there. Yeah. But that like, being said, I can see him getting cut and immediately picked up by another team and potentially being a starter. Yeah, well, if they they cut him because he got cashed out by Tennessee, so it'll probably be like some dead cap if they cut him. Because they, they don't, don't care about that shit no more. I think this yeah, next year is the last year of his deal, though. Yeah, it'll be there. But honestly, like when like all his weapons and his team is together, like he he's been fine. It's just that I, it's looking a little bit life. tougher this year with like them losing AJ Brown not being there. Um, Julio Jones, I don't think he's coming back, right? Oh no, yeah, not Julio. Not um, they drafted and, and, a rookie wide receiver who they said is looking really good in camp. Traylon Burks. No, he's not looking really good in camp. He's been unavailable because he has asthma. Traylon Burks. Someone, okay, it's not him. He, uh, they might have another rookie, but Traylon Burks is the, like the first or the first round pick that they took. Two Man, I swear, I, I saw Mike Vrabel make a comment talking about this rookie receiver. Okay, my bad. You see how much research I do. Um, <laughs> so, right, yeah, Ryan Tannehill. After this year, they can cut him, and they'll have nine million dollars this year or the next year, and four million dollars the year after that in dead cap. So, a, a yeah, negligible. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. I mean, hell, the deck is a bit stacked against them. Derrick Henry came back and played at the end of last year, but obviously, um, he had a metal. You worried about that a little bit? Didn't look the same. You worry, yeah, like, you gotta be worried about that a little bit. All them touches that a playoff game where you, the other guy gets sacked nine times is less than ideal. Yep. So yeah, I mean see how that shit goes for him. Um another one I could think of. You think Tua has a bit of bit more pressure on him probably this year, right? This is they did a lot if he doesn't if he doesn't look good, he's he he's out of there. I don't they, think they made a lot of moves. They spent a lot of money. <laughs> they spent a I lot think, of goddamn money. I think it would take a <laughs> I think he's almost in like a Baker situation where they we everybody knows they want to move on. Like we've been hearing that for a little bit, but like I don't even know if he's necessarily in the position of like you can't get anybody better, but it's way easier to get somebody worse. But like there's not just like hella quarterbacks out there that are gonna be better than Tua unless you draft somebody. So they're gonna have to be bad enough to draft somebody better than him. But you're not about to just he, pick he up might be like the the nineteenth, eighteenth best quarterback in the league though. There is quarterbacks better. I mean like Matt Ryan's available? probably better than him. Does is Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan get a long term deal from the Colts? If he has a good year, he probably will. Maybe no, I, don't I, I don't know about long term. Again, I'm I'm kind of looking at this like two, three year deals for most people. It's, it's also clear you can trade for quarterbacks now too. Also yeah, true. That's true. You can trade for anyone. This is very true. Um is, would you ha- rather would you rather have Jared Goff or Tua? <laughs> Don't make me pick that. That's... I'd go Goff, honestly. I think I might go probably, Goff. Low key. Jesus. Go Goff. Goff can throw the ball like down the field Damn. a little more. Like Goff has had like some good years. Like no, Goff has had some great years. And if you watch that top 25 deep balls that I sent you guys, Goff was on there like five times. 
Um, I can throw that bitch. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean, I, Tua might be up out of there if, if we can't decide between Jared <laughs> yeah, Goff and Tua. It, they it's just not going to bring Tyler Huntley into camp next year. It's just going to get spooky. <laughs> I, love I love that. I don't know where he's from, but I feel like he fits Miami perfectly. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Okay. Yeah. Tua's on the hot seat. Get him out of here. Um. Just crazy. Another one. I just almost had two of them. Instead, we got Justin Herbert, and I cry every night. Uh, Oh, this is an easy, easy one, dude. Carson Wentz is obviously on the hot seat. Yeah, Carson Wentz in in Washington. I think Carson Wentz is on the hot seat for the league. <laughs> this is this is might be it for you being a starter, bud. If Carson Wentz has a bad year this year, I can't see him starting anywhere else, like without an injury occurring first. And it seems like people don't fuck with him either, like that. This will be his what yeah. third his third team in six years. 13, yeah, yeah. 13 in three years, you want to get even smaller. Yeah, 13 in three years. I can't imagine. And the last team is like dragging your name through the mud at every chance they get. And the fucking coach was your best friend. Nah. If Carson doesn't yeah. like ball out this year, if <laughs> I saw a video of Taylor Heineke, they asked him, like, hey, do you think you have an opportunity to like compete for the starting job? He's like, nah, man, the NFL is a business. Like, if you pay a guy $30 million, but I will be prepared to start if I need to. If Carson Wentz has like six or seven bad games, I can see them putting Taylor Heineke back in. And if you get missed yeah. Taylor Heineke, you're fucking done. Like you could be a backup forever. But, you're <laughs> but honestly, like Carson Wentz was he, he had a decent year last year. It was just the last two weeks of the season he was really bad, and that's what like everybody kind of soured on him. That's why this should be this like, should be cake then, right? Yeah, like. But he's but also honestly, not on like, a very good roster, and he's in a very unstable organization. They got true. Terry Mack. Yeah, he's holding out because he wants to get paid. Yes, they yeah. do. Hey, man, you're on the wrong team for that. <laughs> yeah, you, um, you The combination of Sam Darnold and Christian McCaffrey. The hottest of seats. seats been Probably made. Robbie Anderson, too. You throw him hey. in there because you've been, been chopping off a bit much for someone who's been just he's decent. He's about to retire. Yeah. But, hey, no, I, I was going to say. One of my hot teams is going to be their fucking GM. I think their GM, their coach, their quarterback, their running back, everybody but DJ Moore, if you're playing football in Carolina, you're on the hot seat. And DJ Moore's on the hot seat because they just going to trade your ass. They had, a, they, they, had a, they had a cool rookie corner last year, didn't they? He's probably not on there. J.C. Horn. Uh, J.C. Horn, he popped his Achilles. Or, yeah. 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 Wasn't his Achilles play? Broke his ankle. Or was it something problems? with his foot, lower ankle? Yeah. I feel like it was against us, too, where he got hurt. Foot. Yeah, he's looking okay. Yeah, nah, dude, the Saquon Barkley's on the hot seat because he was what the second. Oh, I yeah. like his rookie year was the great I, year, and then I the second the, year was cool, and he's just been like banged up and kind of underachieving. Whatever our version of the hot seat is, it should have a Saquon jersey on it. Yeah. Like yeah, Saquon yeah. is the hot seat, and everybody else is visiting. You about Chris McCaffrey, his... I think, is getting the sneakiest of like not being on the hot seat, but he is absolutely on the hot seat. If he, if he doesn't play 15 games this year, you're fucking out of here, dude. It's he probably the threat of dead cap with him because I don't think that owner wants to pay for a shitty team to to not not be on the field. But, yeah, but all I, of Saquon's Carolina definitely facing the threat of the 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 RBBC, you know, the running back by committee. Jesus Christ! Yeah, they had him yeah, doing our running back just, by committee when he came in back with fucking Devonte Booker. No, it ain't gonna be on the Giants. It's gonna be somewhere hey, else. <laughs> nigga, hey, wait, Blake, me and you both. I think we both went to Texas the same time last year because he there was a nice ass like twenty one yard run in a game that didn't matter, and we were like, oh, I thought Saquon got busy. It was fucking Devontae Booker. 
because they look the same, like running. Yep. Yeah, they do. That's, yeah, that's probably your worst nightmare is running back. It's like, hold on. Uh, one one that I think is sneaky because he got extended along with his coach, Steve Kime, the, the fucking uh, GM Cardinals. for Arizona. Yeah. Gotta oh, be on team. He's like 11 years in with a bunch of disappointment and hired Cliff Kingsbury, who's just like, okay and keeps failing in the same way every year they've been they've been hitting on the trades and free agency shit though with like you figure like picking up hopkins um picking up jj watt who was productive for them till he got hurt for sure um didn't they they had honey badger in the building for a little bit too right yeah and then they trade for chandler jones too from new england like what'd that lead to what all that um buddha baker was a draft pick for them too he's pretty good he was they also byron murphy's cool 67 in his nine seasons there and I think you just you just hating on him because he drafted Beanie Wells. That's what it is right now, man. He didn't. He wasn't fucking with Beanie. What is fucking callback? What is wrong with? He you? wasn't fucking with John Skelton. Nah, I'm hating on him because he got a DUI and nobody ever talked about it. Fuck him. Oh shit. Uh, whoever the whoever the um the GM that uh, gave Deshaun Watson two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed has to be on the hot seat. I think that's a that's an organizational hot seat. You got to put the Browns and the Commanders both on that. <laughs> Both on okay. league hot seats. Okay. Well, they're on the hot seat because Deshaun Watson yes. is fucking disgusting, and whoever signed him to that contract is disgusting. Crazy. The Haslam's as a family name, hot seat. His agent. Oh, Udonis is in this too? Fuck out of here. Get him <laughs> I'm out I'm sorry. Here. You caught you caught a stray, man. $230 million. You all going. That's more than you've seen in your career, sir. You, yeah, no, you're everybody, everybody's going. You'd have been in the league 40 years. You ain't seen $230 million. Is Zeke on the hot seat? Yeah. He's got a Tony back Pollard. On his fucking heels. Tony he Pollard? Might be, he might not be the rest running back on his team. Yeah, but he, yeah. I feel like, he, he, like, when I looked up his numbers, they were better than I thought. Like, he's still solid. I know they're yeah. aligned. Did like, you look crazy. up Tony Pollard's just, numbers when you looked up Zeke's? Now, when you see Tony Pollard, it's like, yo, he definitely has more juice than Zeke right now. Yeah. And he can catch more. They say that he's working them, they're working about it the slot more because they want to get the ball in his hands some more. It's just, it's all got to be relative though, right? Because it's like the number that Zeke commands is not match his performance. And that's why that's you true. get put on the hot seat. That's it ain't true. that you're bad. It's just, you're not this no more. Year, had 130 carries for 719 yards, five and a half yards a carry, two yeah. touchdowns. So like the counting stats, as far as like touchdowns and stuff aren't there. The 39 for receptions for 337 yards, 8.6 yards a catch. Yeah. Those are starting Man, running backs. Even, I don't know if that translated. I feel like he ran a couple kicks back last year, too. Or at least one. I feel like I never mm-hmm. seen him run a kickback. Did they give Kirk Cousins multiple years, or you still keep on fleecing people for little money, high guarantees? They gave him the one, 146, I think it was, or something like that. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, is Trent Balky on the hot seat, Jamal? Or is, it, is this like the franchise just don't give a fuck because he keeps putting money back in their pockets? He's got the coldest seat in the world. <laughs> nah, it's, 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 it's not hot. I don't think it's Damn. hot. All right, all right, Blake. I don't want you to answer this because I know your answer. After Devontae Adams said that uh, Aaron Rodgers is the reason I left, is Aaron Rodgers on the hot seat? Fuck no. He just won. Can you put him on a hot seat? No, he literally I, just won. He MVP. might put himself on a hot seat. Yeah. He's on like the dickhead list that nobody likes in the office, but you got to deal with him because he's the best. That's the Did you guys see on. what what Devonte Adams said? The reason he left was, or part of the reason he left was, no, he, he's too he's, he's too far along in his career to be worried about if Aaron's gonna be here or not. That wasn't that it. And yeah, and if Aaron's like, dog, I'm I'm about to be here for a hot minute. Why wouldn't you just say that? 
you lost your mans, and then you're mad that you lost your mans. I don't understand. And it's certain, like, you don't have to say anything. We would like to if you did as fans, but it's like, you don't got to tell somebody at your hey. job if you're going to be there next week. Like, yeah, I could get an offer and say, like, yo, I'm not doing two weeks. I'm out Friday. Like, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you and this, this person, like, explicitly depend on each other to be good at your jobs, I feel like you should have some. No, hold on. He depends on me. I'm good throwing everybody. <laughs> exactly. Is he good throwing everybody? Yes. He puts the numbers up regardless. Aaron Rodgers going to put up numbers regardless. He makes nobody into superheroes all the yeah. time. What was Randall Cobb doing before he went back up there? Nine picks and people would be like, oh, he had an off year. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my God, Aaron Rodgers fell off. He threw 11 picks. And 32 touchdowns. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. I can't wait for that bitch to fall off. I hate him. I do. It's nice. He's going to be a dickhead, but. This, this, so what you're talking about, though, like how he's like, that's like dick behavior for a coworker that ties into the the show I want to talk about later. We're not hopping there yet, but just make sure I call that back. Okay. Um, there's no other GMs I got as far as hot seats. Players, I can't think of anybody. Shit, Keenan mm-hmm. Allen's ass might be on the hot seat if he drop 11 balls again this year. Josh Palmer can, uh, well, we're paying the nigga 20, like $3 million. You gotta mm, show up and perform. He wasn't good mm-hmm. last year. Nah, he was good. He was solid. He just, yeah, shut up. I know he was good. I don't know if we got to a resolution on that saga between the uh, Buffalo Bills ownership in like the state of New York and the city of Buffalo as far as like funding that stadium. So oh, the, they're funding. The Buff- yeah, I thought they they, they, they said they they're are. The like, state of New York said they like are. Eighty percent funding from the state or some dumb number. Like that. <laughs> Damn. Those <laughs> <laughs> oh, four billionaires. It's good they got that going for them. And this was, I think, this was like, yeah, they're getting. $850 million from uh, public taxpayers as well as $250 million from Erie County in addition Ain't to that insane? million state funds. You take public funds for the people pay for your shit, but the people don't own any of it. It's not even like, hey, if you could show me a Buffalo license plate, you get it for free. Or you can show me a Buffalo driver's license, you get it for free. 10% off my ticket. Something, I don't know. Nothing. nothing. Um, yeah. A free refill. Taxpayers are funding $1.4 billion of that stadium. That's crazy. That's sickening. So there's your resolution. The seat's cold as fuck because they got the money. All right. Good Lord. Couldn't be any colder. Wow. Nobody from. Do you guys think either John Schneider or Pete Carroll are on the hot seat with like the flux with the Seahawks ownership and they suck and all that shit? No. I feel like they're right where they're where they were gonna be, regardless. Which is what, yeah, everything that's occurred. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I kind of agree because I feel like uh, what's what's her name? Jody Jody uh, Allen like doesn't care yeah. enough to be firing people. And if John Schneider is the boss of the program, like he if the, yeah. If this was Pete's last year, though, I wouldn't be blown away by that. Are the Seahawks on the hot seat? The the Trailblazers are about to get sold to Paul, to Paul Knight. Would Jolie? Oh, Allen you think? You th- Ooh, Bezos would scoop them up. Oh fuck! Jesus Christ! Never mind. I don't even want to talk about it. Climate change stadium. Climate change stadium. Climate hey, pledge stadium. That's, that's a nice ass stadium, but goddamn, what is, no, that is nice. 
Probably, you get an Amazon uh, drone deliver food to your seat. Mm, Jeff Bezos it's open buys, air. Jeff Bezos buys the Seahawks before the World Cup gets here. Builds a new stadium, names the World Cup after himself. I can see all these things happen. I don't like any of them. Yep. So I didn't see y'all mention it, but like when you know the World Cup, right? It's like multiple locations. Yeah. When I first like put it in the chat, yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like <laughs> all in Seattle. Are you kidding me? But no. yeah. It's, they're all not going to be playing at Kim Marine High School and CenturyLink and Safeco. Well, no. So the first, to, tra- to backtrack, they announced yesterday that Seattle is going to yeah, be I'm one working. of the host cities of the 2026 World Cup. And a, a, a fucking Seattle reporter, like verified on the news all the time, reporter tweeted out the 2026 World Cup will be in Seattle. And I was like, how is this going to happen? My brain immediately like exploded. But then I like, like, looked context. like, oh, yeah, it's in Canada, Mexico. All that, like it's in sixteen yeah. different. Seasons. It's a North American World Cup. Yeah, I, I saw Seattle. I was like, "Are we getting a new stadium in three years? Is it gonna be no. Tacoma too? Like, can I air in my house?" Tacoma. You're gonna, you're gonna get to watch like Cameroon versus Fiji. Hey, shout out to that! I'll be That's in there. Tough. Me and Joel Embiid in the press box. That's tough. That's cool. Oh, I'm definitely going. It's the I round of thirty-two. That's a bullshit soccer match compared to like. What the World Cup actually is, but that's I mean, yeah. Fuck you, man. I check it out. I'm about to go to two Sounders games between now and then. I'm about to be in that game like I know every fucking player. Let's get it. Those were the nicest fans. Y'all, y'all been to one? A World Cup? I've never been to one. No, no, Sounders game. Sounders game. No, I haven't. Is the is the nicest fans, dude? Because if you don't know the chance, they help you sing along and all this shit, and they give you the cues like, "Oh, we stand up now" and all that stuff. The nicest fans. That's Shout out to the Sanders people. Um, All right. Are there any? Co- we haven't said any coaches on the hot seat other than Matt Rule. Um, does the Jags coach start out on the hot seat just off general principle? No, I don't okay. think so. Yeah, Pete Carroll's uh, who kept their job. Um, if they find out that the Browns coach had anything to do with that trade, he's he's on it. <laughs> That's a great way to save face. You get the coach out of there. Yeah, true, true. Um, I don't know why. Yeah, my mind's kind of blanking right now on coaches. I can't really think of anybody besides like Matt Rule, honestly. (laughs) Unfortunately, the the Texas coach probably. Wait, no. Name every black coach. They're on the hot seat. Ooh, yeah, Mike McCarthy's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Lovey Uh, Smith, hot seat. (laughs) Lovey Smith is definitely on the hot seat. Cause you know they they gave us uh he's the damn nigga here hire so he got no the first year if they underwhelming then they gonna try to bring in what my yeah, man McCown no yeah. they're 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 gonna get him the fuck out of here get some sexy hire and then pay a bunch of money for free agents and shit and just be like a eleven win team next year and be like look at that Lovey was horrible we got him yeah. out of here and fixed everything nah, like, okay bring in McCown. this guy's really not on the hot seat but he's kind of the opposite of the hot seat. But I think Zach Taylor fucking sucked before this year, and I think he bought himself like eight years of goodwill. Because you know He's the Bengals don't like to fire nobody. He's gonna be there forever. Um, Mike McCarthy. God, no, man. Team, Look, say. they're gonna miss the playoffs. Like I've been calling since they made the Super Bowl. They're gonna miss the playoffs. He's With going to be gone. You think they're gonna fire him right away? Yes, because it's gonna oh, be I'm like, like oh, they're gonna they're gonna hold up his yearly record year to year, right? And that's why and be like, well, comes back and this goes is the second abnormality. Don't say that. No, okay, okay, okay. I'm so hurt. <laughs> uh, there's so many no, coaches. 
I don't think Sean Payton's coming back for anyone's job unless it's like the unless Saints Dallas. again. Oh, or... he's Dallas. You said he's Seattle? Dallas. No, Dallas. Not Dallas. <laughs> yeah, Dallas. Dallas no, with I, the Seattle's. I, I think Mike McCarthy is getting fired after this season unless Dallas has a great year and then Sean Payton is there the year after. Ron Rivera, yeah. I could see getting fired after this year. Yeah. Kind of in, almost in a like save facey, like, ah, we got to do something and we're raping people, so got to get people out of here. But we? <laughs> <laughs> they, as the commanders, and the we. But yeah, other than that, there's a lot of new coaches and there's a lot of like coaches that aren't going nowhere. Arthur Smith isn't getting fired. Cliff Kingsbury got extended, even though I think he sucks. He probably should be fired, but he got extended, so. Okay, let's say let's say that the um the Titans missed the playoffs. Is Mike Vrabel gone? No. No, no shot. They I, don't think any, I don't think there's any shot they fire him. They're getting rid of the quarterback. They're rebuilding that whole program. I think, I think they like him. Before they that play. wouldn't be a pretty big disappointment if they missed the playoffs, though. Like because like the Colts, I mean, while solid, well, like, the come on, the, the Titans like, lost like if they miss the playoffs, I wouldn't be too surprised. Like they, they're not going to be hella bad, but I could them like barely missing the playoffs. I I like you wouldn't bet that like though, would you? For them to miss the playoffs? Yes. Because then you're I saying the Colts are going to make it because no other teams winning that division. Yeah, it's between them and the Colts. You don't think the Jags can win the division? No. You not unless Jamal got some on men. Seventeen and zero. <laughs> 20 and 0 Super I feel like the Jags gotta be such a hard team to go 17 and 0 on with in Madden. Nah, nah you, gotta make hell hell all pro. You, gotta, you gotta edit hella settings and shit. Edit, edit Not all pro. You to be tossing that ass up on all pro. This is easy. Nah, hell yeah. Nah, James <laughs> it's a completely different game of all Madden. That shit is bullshit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, no. Hot seat for the coaches is is pretty warm. Or pretty cool, just because there was what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten new coaches this year. Yeah. So unless people are going to get back into the habit of firing first year coaches, which if it's Lovey Smith and nobody else, I'm a riot. <laughs> I'm a I'm a burn something down. I'm telling you right now, if Lovey Smith gets fired and nobody else fucking gets fired, I'm burning something down. I don't know what, I don't know where, I don't know when. I'm burning something down. I hope Mike McDaniel sucks that he gets fired. Why why are you so oh fixed on logic though? Fuck logic. He dropped the album yesterday too. Leave logic alone. Yeah, I ain't listening to that shit. All right, Blake. Uh, I'm actually excited for that album. I haven't played it yet. Oh, but, shit. oh my god. I'm gonna tell you, look though, y'all know like I've been the logic fan in the chat. I ain't been on him like the last two, three albums, but yeah. I've never like unfollowed the subreddit and the talk in the subreddit leading up to this one, like they all had the same disgust of the last ones. They're like, all right, no. Nah, He's back. He's back. He's back. And then the features list is crazy. He got some rapper rappers on there. So mm-hmm. I think uh, they give. So it might be he a little can, bit of something. He can rap as well. So that was never the question. No, I think he the is. content might be not just trolly and whiny. Yeah, that's um, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, some of that should just be corny. Yeah, nobody care about that shit. So we'll see. Yeah. No, right, Blake, for, for make for us scaring the whole music. Yeah. All right. So putting together, I was listening to some music this week and I was just, just thinking of like potential verses type shit. Um, one of these is uh, actually, I, I don't know if it's actually happening, but they brought it up on the JVP. So I'll just start with that one. It was uh, Banks versus Jewels. Y'all got to pick Jewels if that was a versus. Jewels getting them out of here. Yeah. That's not even me being biased. 
It'll be closer performance wise too. Joel's gonna be able to carry that. It'll be closer than you think, but I think Joel's edges him out. You think with the performance too, Joel's will probably have a better performance. Yeah, he's gonna be talking shit. He's gonna be. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, because he got something to prove because he got embarrassed in that that uh that D block verse. But I feel like Lloyd Banks is like super chill and like laid back and like I feel like I haven't seen like him nothing either. So, but I feel like somebody will be in like Joel's ear. I'm gonna nah, give you a story that I heard, and this is why it's brought up. He said, like, I think it was like two years ago or whatever, was the 15 year anniversary of um, Hunger for More, and Banks did like an hour 30 set, performed all of it word for word. Okay. Every song and some B sides. Yet, I don't know Joel's doing that ever. Did he just stand in the middle of the stage and not move around and not dance or do nothing else? And his monotone ass voice. Yeah. Nah, no, I, that album was cool. Like, I fucked with it, but. Nah, man. He's there, there's nothing about a Lloyd Banks like performance that I feel like could excite me. Or I'm not Tony. See, this yeah. is what we need Tony for, man. Tony. No. Yeah, y'all, y'all are too. I mean, I, I trust Jamal's opinion on this. I don't think you listen to Banks like that at all, though, Tyrell. So me neither. But uh, I could. Honestly, like, I, I've listened thing- to enough of his music to know I don't want to hear him perform. And I've listened to enough of Joel's music that I would like. I feel like he'd be enough of a character, which is half of what fucking verses is. But he just had an opportunity to be a character when they desperately needed one, and he wasn't. Nah, but so you know what? But that character <laughs> got outshined because Jada Kiss was on bullshit, and Jada Kiss was out for war. So J- J- Jada Kiss is the greatest version okay. of all time. You sound like Republicans talk about January 6th right nah. now. The way you're flipping it. <laughs> nah, Jada's the, uh, the yeah, Jada's the fucking Michael Jordan of verses, bro. There's nothing you can do with Jada. Hey, and versus, also though, bro. keeping in the book. Half the people you be, that we'd be looking at, uh, people talking about verses, aren't like big fans of those people's music. It's just like, oh, there's a verses. I'm gonna go look at it. Who won to me? I don't know both of y'all motherfuckers' music like that. Well, I know Joel's music quite a bit. You gotta give me a better show. That's all. Yeah. Oh, who put their songs together better? Who had a better story? I still contest to this day that Gucci beat Jeezy. Jeezy definitely had the better music. Who outperformed who? Gucci, have, who, who said Jeezy won? Who said Jeezy won? Nobody, but Jeezy uh, had the better music, and just he this just not what it's about the viewing know, experience, right? Saying, he sat there like I think that Lloyd Banks would. Oh, I'm gonna put this banger on. This song's a banger. This is dope. I was spitting on this. He's not. Moving. That's not. See, no, you're you're countering your point right now though, because you said Jewels had the better catalog. So if he has clearly the better music, that's the person that sits back and doesn't do anything. I also think he'd be. The Does better he character. have the better catalog though? Because Jewels only really only has two albums. He probably Jewels has out. more more like bangers, I think. Probably no, I right. I, I give you that. Yeah. Dipset Anthem comes on, bro. There's you don't got he don't. He got shows nothing, how bro. he creased the bandana yeah. back in the day. Like I think he put some shit on for us. Yeah. I'd have to think about it, but like yeah, like Dipset Anthem's a point. Run it's a point. Mike checks a point. My uh, town or Santana's town? Yeah, dog. No, yeah, dude. That that song changed my life when I first heard it. I beat it so hard. Yeah, All right. Um, I got two more. Um, so this is just a catalog. Don't think about it on the stage. But which which collective has a better catalog between TDE and MMG? Can I take your dogs out so I can think about this for like five minutes? <laughs> yeah, I was hoping I could avoid this. God damn it. I don't want to miss the deliberation. But just think, all the Ross's albums, the Wale ones, the Meek ones, that's a fucking collection. I'll be right back. A TDE versus MMG? Could you have to think about it like, 
you got the Ross, you got the Meek, Ross, Meek, Stally. I'm thinking all the people that were on MMG. Uh, Gunplay. Okay. I, I wouldn't hold. And then like like there. the songs that were like like all their stuff with like features. Honestly, they, that'd be a close one. Honestly, I think it would be hard for me to say MMG doesn't have the better like hit for hit catalog. Especially with the amount of like, if you just say, let's say that Ross and Kendrick cancel each other out for like hit for hit on stage, right? Yeah. And you're comparing like J Rock to like Meek because I because what because Meek would be the number two. And I personally well, might go. If Wale. you're saying number two, I think Schoolboy would probably be number two. Okay, but I would. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably would say that Meek and J Rock are a better comparison as far as like amount of music and quality of music. And I would take J Rock personally. See, that's the thing, dude. I feel but like Meek, Meek has like, hits. Yeah, Meek got more record. Yeah, it would be hard to. Yeah, it would be hard to put them in the verses because, like, all of MMG, like every Rick Ross album has two like club anthems on it. Kendrick that's has shit, every. Kendrick like, has every, every Rick Ross might have like four, or five like songs you can play at, like a club or something. Then you For just, sure. You got to think about like Meek the compilation songs off those albums too, though. A couple classics. Um, yeah. See. I wish Blake was still here. And I guess we don't got we don't gotta go too far into it. I think it's the end. Nah, yeah. It's because yeah, well, you, you start Ross getting into Rob's features, Eek features, Wale features. Yeah. It's tough. Because yeah, I think MMG might get them to because MMG versus TDE really ends up being Ross versus Kendrick. Kendrick, Kendrick versus everybody. No, it's Kendrick versus everybody. Because Meek, I think, has a worse catalog of music i think meek has worse overall music than j-rock but if it's like oh i gotta play some shit on a versus that's a banger j-rock has like four songs that people are gonna like go crazy for yeah schoolboy q or not schoolboy q absol has zero songs yeah you know there's, there's no song you want to hear in a versus from absol that's true yeah can we play scissor like you want to hear scissor yeah nah it's the damn baby right yeah mmg had omarion too all right, we don't got to count the Omarion days. You remember the press conference they had for Omarion when he came? That out? was hilarious. I was not expecting that. <laughs> that shit looked like a decision from LeBron. Yeah, we made back. Oh, <laughs> like, that's what this got Oh, down. that was the nickname, made back. Oh, yeah, like that's what this damn press conference for. Fucking Omarion, are you serious? Yeah, because they didn't tell us at first. It was like, hey, we got an MMG press conference, something major, some major move. Oh. The funniest shit when they were at like the BT Awards. I remember, I'll never forget that I saw it on YouTube. Uh, Ross was performer, then he brought Omarion out, but Omarion came out for like 30 seconds. Somebody said Omarion came in like a uh, hot tag off of Marvel vs. Capcom, bro. That shit was so damn funny to me. Out of here. Yeah, he did like he hit a spin move, hit like five, six notes, then ran right off the stage. I was like, damn. I miss those MMG albums, man. Like, those, those are pretty good, man. Dog, they had some bangers on there. Yeah. Like Dude, both of them were good. What, the first two were good, and then three was kind of because it was what self made was the name of them. Mm-hmm. Self made volume one. Uh, yeah, they had some. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, and it's it's not any even the like talent fault. Like talent wise, I think TDE is better, but like MMG was just making music. Like, and I'm not even counting. I'm counting like the three people really: Wale, Meek Mill, and Rick Ross. But even if you go Wale, Meek Mill, Rick Ross, and you go Kendrick, J-Rock, and Schoolboy Q, 
the three of them MMG dudes have more music together and just more music in general because TDE don't put out no fucking music. That's true. Yeah, because yeah. like Meek got like five albums, Wale got like five, six albums. And Wale has hella mixtapes, hella fucking mixtapes. Yeah, tapes. dude, Wale's underappreciated. Like for his generation, like I feel like he's hella underappreciated. You man. know why I think Wale's underappreciated? Because the internet shit, like people no, like, hate because Wale like, tells you he's underappreciated. Yeah, it's true though, man. It is a like, Wale but be like, right. Wale be like, oh, this person did this, and everybody fucks with it and thinks it's genius. But if I did this, niggas would be like, it's corny. And all that stuff, because I've seen somebody make the argument before, like, like he did the the Seinfeld shit. They're like, yo, if any other rapper did the Seinfeld shit, people be slurping that, like, oh, this is so dope, and introspective. He got Jerry Seinfeld to do like skits and like talk on his album, but like, cause while they do it, niggas play football. Which is funny, because I've always thought that was the coolest shit. Like, I've always thought, like, yeah, that I thought was cool. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch dope. that show, but like, I'm like, that's oh, dope. That, like, that shows my shit. Yeah, like, I, I, I it's funny because. So now that you've watched Curb, you should go back and watch Seinfeld because you can see like, you can see like. So I watched Seinfeld growing up. You can definitely lot. tell that like Larry read it. Yeah, I had no idea that Larry was involved. And then you watch yeah. Curb, and then you go back and watch Seinfeld, and you're like, nigga, oh, this is George is literally Larry. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm just gonna compare it to Curb. Like, dog, this is nowhere near as funny as Curb. I don't think you will because it's such a different format, though. Like Curb kind of mm-hmm. seemed, yeah. Curb was like following a guy. I don't know. He just be doing random watch. that shit on there. Yeah, because you so know funny. every episode doesn't have anything to do with the previous episode, which is what yeah. Seinfeld like was known for. It was like everything was like different from one another. So like Jerry would like start an episode talking about something, and that would just be the rest of the episode, but just in like super creative and funny ways. I still Ooh. think Martin. I still think Martin's the funnier version of Seinfeld, but that's a conversation for a different day. I agree with you. I know another versus that we was talking about versus uh people was talking about people was talking about uh it was Joel's was in this one too, but they were talking about Joel's versus Memphis Bleak. And like people were just saying, like, I think it's Joel, but then people are like, yo, well, like Bleak got like uh some old records. I'm a man, like you can't just like ride off his coattails. So like if you like like what's what's Memphis Bleak's like biggest song? Like what's like his biggest like solo song? What's Memphis Bleak's biggest hit? Round there was a song maybe? that I remember, but I don't remember the name of it because I've never listened to it again. Like when I think, if I'm thinking of Memphis Bleak's biggest song around here, that was a big ass song. Okay, yeah, I'd have to hear it. I'm sure that's the one I'm thinking of. I just Trick have to Daddy hear it. Was on it. That and I think that says all you need to say. Like if you mention Duel Santana to like most normal people, they're gonna like. Okay, yeah, I know who that guy is. That's the guy with the bandana, right? Like, I know. Oh, I know. Run it. Like, I know some songs. Yeah, you just think you think. Yeah, Blake just do right as head man. Dog, my cousin. I love her. Shout out to her. Her, her. She named her daughter Jules, like spelled like Jewels, right? That's funny. <laughs> and she almost named her son Santana. <laughs> and my mom wow. had to be like, "Don't do that. That's don't. I'm gonna put you in the head. Like, don't do it." <laughs> No, yeah, I that seen that as like a versus that like people was talking about because they were like, well, like you could just count like uh, cause, cause people, right. I did the argument. They were saying like, oh well, like he can't play nothing with Jade, and the people would be like, oh well, he can't play nothing with Kim either. But I'm like, no, well, if he can't. That even even if he could play stuff with Jade, I feel like that's a wash. Like, Where are we at? Catch me up. Catch me up. Okay, so about, uh, so listen, Blake, we've determined that uh, MMG is winning because of the amount of 
bangers they put out. They're going to be on stage playing and they put bangers. Out way more music. So, and we kind of even like gave it, evened it up a little bit to make it uh, Ross, uh, Wale, and Meek versus Kendrick, Schoolboy, and J Rock. <laughs> it's still an ass whooping. It's an yeah, ass whooping. And, and I said, I think the talent, the talent, and even maybe like the better music may be with TDE. They just don't put out enough like shit that you can play at a, a versus. Like, and then if you if Ross gets into his features, like and me gets into his features and Wale yeah. gets into his features, it's 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 not fair necessarily. All right. But here's the Jamal, next one. Wait, Wale, but then Jamal Wale, brought Wale up, on no hands, they don't got no answer for it. <laughs> Jamal brought up mm. Will Santana versus Memphis Bleak. Not whether well, that's what they were talking, talking about. about yep. Okay, yeah, I've seen people talk about that on Twitter. Absurd. I think Absurd. Joel's gets him. I think Joel's yeah, gets him too. I, I don't think there's a thing to put in front of it. What's Bleak my my first opinion is is Joel's easy, but I can't even front like I know nearly enough about what Memphis got going on. I know a couple singles he has, and I know like my favorite song that says is by uh, Memphis Bleak is Dear Summer, and he's not on that song. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I gotta like dig into my Around brain here, right? to find a Memphis Bleak song. Uh, probably around here, then uh, coming of age, part one and two. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I think he's on one hundred hustler too. He might just be talking one hustler. He might not. Re- no, he is rapping on there. Yeah, that's a banger. But I mean, you need twenty free, songs. That, that was Freeway and Beanie on that before him, right? Or well, Young Chris was on that too, right? Was that Young Chris and not Memphis Bleak? They sounded similar. I don't know. <laughs> I thought like that was. I know Freeway and Beanie are on there. You shouldn't have yeah. to feel Bleak like is on there though. I well, just can't remember Bill Chris is on there too. I'm, I'm, if, yeah, if you can play the song, that might be one in your one in your in your cap. So I don't know. Okay, the last one I had written down was Young Thug versus Kendrick, and I think for a lot of the reasons y'all just talked about, <laughs> think on going the way of the goat. <laughs> oh no, yeah, not there. Yeah, see, this is. This is the issue with versus is you really gotta like get a matchup that works for both parties. Yeah, that that's don't there's go gonna together. be somebody that watches this and like Kendrick 20-0. There's gonna be somebody that watches this and goes, Thug 20-0. I'm gonna watch this and be like, I hate my life. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's 2020. <laughs> and in my opinion, if I'm if I'm the agent for like let's say young thug and like he's out and free and all that shit, and I'm trying to set this up, I'm gonna be like, hey. You're like the only person in hip hop besides uh Drake and a uh, J. Cole that sells crazy numbers. You should be able to have this versus anywhere. Why not come have it in Atlanta? Because you sell like crazy, it ain't like your fans is just in LA or just in one place. You, you're an international artist, you can go on world tours. Jeffrey don't do world tours. Come over here. Yeah, you got plenty of fans out here. <laughs> I wouldn't like this one bit. But it I should work in Kendrick's favor, right? Because I'm sure he sells no. out stadiums in, our, in no, Atlanta. It nope, it wouldn't. I'm positive. He probably, if not stadiums, no. arenas. Oh. Kendrick could sell out a stadium, I think, in or an, an arena for sure in Atlanta, and he would lose a versus 20 0 in Atlanta. <laughs> and I lift the 20 from Thug just in the event that somebody wanted to try him, but like it's, it's ugly. <laughs> Yeah, nah, an and Thug has so much good music that it's like you can get to twenty and be like, "Dog, I have got my my third favorite song on here." Like, I listened to twenty from him, and I haven't really listened to like his last three albums. No, God last damn. is it last three or last two? The last one I listened to had the Wait. green cover. Oh, so much fun! Okay, yeah, that was his He's, last major album. 
you know, I listened to like I did like the 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 comp the compilation ones, but I, I didn't do uh this most recent one. I just tried to play that this week and the first track wasn't hip hop really at all. And I was like, all right, I'm not really in the mood for this. Oh, that just, was, was that the one with Chris Brown Punk? Um no, you're talking about um R and Slime or B and Slime, whatever. Oh no, Punk was just him. My bad. Punk was him by himself. Yeah. With Die Slow was the first song, and that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, Thug, Thug's catalog is different again because when it's you start getting stupid. features, which we see people will play on verses, they'll play their features. Thug's features are like out of this world. Listen, I only have, I only did um three. No, I think I have five features out of the twenty on here. Oh, you could have had a lot more. Yeah, that's I could have had a lot more. <laughs> Yeah, Kendrick really, I don't even know if Kendrick is really a versus artist because J. Cole would probably be the only person I could see him really going against in a versus. But like, if Kendrick plays like I, which I love I, I listen to that song all the time. If he plays that in the verses, are you like turned up? It's It has to be one of them storytelling nights where it's like you get a guy who doesn't talk that much and you get him talking a lot. It has to be one of them type of nights. Where you sit down, you got to the culture yeah. one, yeah. Kendrick yeah. versus Andre 3000, and they start telling us about like nights where they both like cruise down Santa Monica Boulevard playing the, the harmonica in a drop top 6'3 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I just got in the man's like Uber, started playing the bongos, man, and we yeah. rode around for 45 minutes. Have to be crazy, yeah. That's young thug, though. Uh, free him needs a versus. No, you might want to keep him, bro, but. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, just move him out of Georgia. Just ban him from the state like they did Dirk. Yeah. Uh, listen to um on 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 so much fun, like the first song you said, I'm the one who orchestrated all the killings. <laughs> I give my lawyer two million, he had all the killings. Yeah, uh, ask the detectives, ask the yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, bud, bud. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he really did put it all out there for you. Hey, this is a theory that I've had. When I started working with white folks, I'd listen to the music they played, and they'd play like a rock song or like a pop song, and they got like blatant cussing in it, and no one would say a word. But I'd play some rap, or another one of my coworkers would play some rap, and there'd be a cuss word. It's like "fuck this bitch," uh, and they're like, "Whoa, yo!" It's like, dog, we just listened to three songs in a row that said, "I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill this hoe," or something like that, but they sung it. Young Thug gets away with a lot of shit because he starts singing it. That's he says some crazy shit that he sings and I'm gonna go to prison to fuck your father. It's not my favorite one. People were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's crazy. I will too. All right, I'm out of here." Yeah, yeah. absurd. Now, the Jamal, the lyrics part though, it wasn't that the lyrics were evidence. It's that they had evidence on the other shit, and the lyrics like matched up to what they had evidence on. So it's like. Not only did we catch you doing this shit, but like you said you did it too. Like it's... you corroborated our story. <laughs> yeah. You... Shit, it's crazy right now. You dotted the eyes. <laughs> it's nuts. All right. That was uh that was the last of the shit from me. So uh, this is all it's gotta be Big J. All right. Didn't call you that. Oh I what was I watching? I was watching like Simpsons the other day. And I was well, I'd be, be going back on Disney and watch all the old shows. And I was thinking, like, what's like some shit you saw in like like sitcoms, like cartoons, like growing up, like your middle school year and high school years? And like, what's something you saw on TV that you definitely thought like what happened to you in real life or like something you would do? Because I was thinking, right. like, uh, oh yeah, we, I got I got I got two. I got two off the top of my dome. 
when I was real, real, real young, I thought for sure I had an opportunity to be a Power Ranger. Couldn't tell you I couldn't. I didn't know that that couldn't happen to everybody. <laughs> like, you know, maybe one day I might get picked. You never know, especially when I saw Power Rangers Turbo the movie and they had the little young Blue Ranger, little white kid, Billy. Um, they just found him and picked him up and he was like 12 years old and was a Blue Ranger. And I was like, all right, I really got a chance. I got a shot at this. It's got to keep top of my grades, uh, keep breaking my milk, just do my stuff. Um, so I thought that could happen. And then number two, uh, the movie Smart House, I thought that was going to be a thing. And it, I guess in a way it kind of is. But um, my dad, when he worked at Microsoft, he took us on a they they had like a family day or whatever up there. Yeah. And they had like this exhibit called like the home of the future or whatever. And it yeah. was a lot of that same type of stuff, like smart home technology. But this was like in 2004, probably. Yeah. So seeing all this stuff, seeing the movie Smart House, I'm like, yo, that could actually happen. Um, I think other than those two, probably didn't have too many other. Oh, oh, um. I don't know if this counts, but like the the game shows these have on Nickelodeon, like um, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Guts, yeah, those type know. of things. Yeah, are uh, uh, the one with what was the one with uh, Summer Sanders where you got slimed and had to slime guess the things. Time. You had to guess the things. Slime, I think Lori, Lori, um, not Lori Harvey, Lori, the big girl. She she was on there like every episode, like as one of the the, the people that was playing. I don't remember the name of the show anymore, but I, I do. Remember, I just remember that. Summer. I, Summer Sanders, was her yeah. Name or Summer I thought Sanders. I could end up on one of those those Nickelodeon shows at some point. Um, my cousins were like very much into those as well, like watching them all the time. And I feel like they they had gone to Universal Studios, so they had like memorabilia from there, like in their house, and like it just made it seem like more real, like this could happen. So yeah, thought that might be me one day. That's funny. figure it out. I thought he was going to be picked to be a power. Go. Hey man, I matter of fact, my algorithm on YouTube just showed me like the um the Megazord toys from mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from the first season, and like there's like they're all individual toys that combine to make the Megazord, but then they got like the Dragon Zord, um the like the bigger like white one, they have that one, and they have the Turtle Zord, and they all like they work together to to come together to make one thing. Still, so I'm I'm looking at them on eBay. I might make a stupid choice here soon. I did not know that Summer Saunders was a four-time Olympic gold medalist in swimming. Yep. I just oh, thought yeah. she was something like <laughs> well, white lady on TV. Um, Blake's answer is probably the best one of like being a kid and like watching those shows and just like not knowing how big the world is. Because they at the end of the show, they'd be like, write us at this oh, address. Yeah, and I remember sure, always yeah. sitting there and I would always write some shit out and try to get my parents to mail it out. And I'm sure like 10% of the time they'd actually send it or put a stamp on it or do whatever, but like thinking I could be on those shows or like I could go to Universal Studios and do and win us some money. Those, um, any anything where it said like there was going to be like just the worst bullies ever in mm. like watching like uh, Boy Meets World or like Save by not Save by the Bell, they didn't have bullies on there, Doug, like any show where it was like, oh man, when you get to middle school, there's going to be bullies or oh, when you get to high school, there's going to be bullies and you're going to have to do this and then realizing how that didn't work out. Um, yeah, bullying then, is definitely different on like TV stuff we saw growing oh, up and like it is. They made it life. seem like, dog, the second, if you're a freshman and you speak in high school, you're put in a locker. That being said, the seniors and juniors that were at FOSS when I got there were putting niggas in lockers. Didn't seem like that was the case everywhere, Bro. but also, yeah, we were friends with fucking, uh, we were friends with Dante and Roy and his friends were like, oh, we're going to bully my little brother and his friends. So I guess that's a little different. 
Uh, I think I think the people who actually get bullied probably looked at the bullying that happened on TV when they were a kid and wish it was that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Real life uh, bullying is yeah. ass. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the same. Um, and then the party stuff, I think, in high school, because by the time I was oh like my a freshman, God. Uh, eighth grade, freshman, junior year, you're watching like ABC Family. They have these shows on where it's like, oh, this is what college looks like. This is what like or oh these kids are 15 doing these things like oh okay this is what the party is going to be like and then once i started hanging out with the mayor and going to wilson party he was like oh shit this is exactly what it was like actually for real uh it was some wild shit you oh, seen some project like, x type shit no not that far not that far okay, but it was like nice. oh your parents um, actually your parents actually leave you the house for the weekend at 15 and don't ask any questions like they're just gone that kind of shit. Like, oh, it's, like, like, oh, yeah. it's like white kids though. Like niggas, like we know better. Like, see, I was yeah, scared. Yeah, I was in our house. I don't have regrets in my life, but all my friend group from middle school basically went to Wilson. Yep. And I went to Foss. Yep. How would have things played out differently for me if I went to Wilson? Yep. I don't want to. I guess I. I wish sure. I could just look and peer in and see what that would have been. I don't want to choose that. that. I'm yeah, happy where I am, but it's like we need that time. I just want to look. I just want to take a peek of yeah. the multiverse, the other timeline, see what's happening. Some of the parties I started going to at like 16, 17, or like 17, 18, where it was like not even like when I was dating America, but just like hanging out with more people that did that type of shit. Or I guess that's when you was in the streets. At just saying 17. <laughs> hanging out with more white kids and it's like oh we're going to this party at someone you don't know at a house you've never been to in a part of town you've never been to and you get there and it's like yo there's what the fuck this is so many people here where are the parents where is like, yeah. what's going on and the, the parties I throw at my house where it's like or Blake at your house where it's like I've got 25 people here and we're so fucking turned up this is the allegedly at my house at a place where Blake may or may not have slept once or twice there was a party or five <laughs> where it's like, wow, there's 20 people here. This is great. These parties were like, oh, it's 60 deep. Yeah. I can't believe this. Who called the cops? I didn't. Those, um, those things seem like regular. Those, those things seem like and still seem like every weekend occurrences on TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, all those shows are going to have like show some of the same thing. It's, it's like a popular like TV point you got to make. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get into it, but we just watched. We all just watched Miss Marvel, <laughs> and they pulled the typical trope: oh, girl with the big ass pool in her backyard through a massive party that the cops showed up to within ten minutes. The Bel Air special, the Bel Air. Come on, yeah, but those like they're like in like super rich neighborhoods. Like we like kind of like I, I guess mean, unless you're like going thing. hanging out with like people in the north end that got access to like them big ass houses like that. I mean, unless you were just kind of like on like a much smaller like scale. It's Wilson, yeah, Wilson, Wilson kids definitely overlap with that. Yeah, like Wilson and like Stadium Kids, probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, different. But I um, I didn't get that experience just going in random people's houses like that for parties until until I was in college, and then it'd be like um, the Halloween at Central, the good time, but it'd literally be like probably two hundred people deep inside like a twelve hundred square foot house, <laughs> a, a rambler. Yep, <laughs> all the doors have been knocked off the hinges because there's too many people in there, and there's just like um two twenty four packs of Coors Light on the table. You're free to take any of them. Just go in and out the house, all up and down Water Street, man. So I lo- oh my god! Shout out to Ellensburg, man. Special place. The two times the two times I went to Central for a weekend, it was some great parties. Some shit. It was definitely a different level of. It was that really, yeah. It was like 
that's what they made high school parties look like where it's like yeah there's as much alcohol as you can think of there's as many drugs as you can think of you talk to any person you might be able to fuck them you can do all these different things at a at a whim high school was not like that yeah hey, high school was like I didn't really we got 15 parties like that no like, besides, like, i don't count weed as a drug but like, yeah i guess weed yeah, no, after we got out of school, you might after see some after high school. That's when you start seeing like drugs and shit. Yeah. yeah, I guess I thought I was just gonna kind of come in, like come in the counter more of that stuff. Like I thought, like TV shows make it seem like motherfuckers are doing heroin in their toes. Yeah, like dude, I thought like like I feel like on all them shows growing up, I feel like somebody always has like a fight with like their best friend or like they get like a fist fight or something, and then their parents make like both parents on both sides make like the kids like hug it out and do that but i feel like i've, I've never gotten to like a, such a big conversation with like one of my close friends where i've ever like wanted to like physically harm them I, i've never thought uh you know they always got like episodes where like uh peer pressure and, like you like you got like some friends or homies like trying to peer pressure you into like doing drugs and shit or something like that or your friends might be yeah. doing some of that shit like nah like nothing nothing crazy like that somebody, like, somebody asks you to take a sip of some liquor or drink smoke some weed that's really yeah it. but it's never yeah. like oh man are you trying to yeah. do it because you know, usually like your friends, like they're like, oh, you man, bitch, get out of here. <laughs> I tell you, well, ooh, never mind. I can't even talk about it. Nope, never mind. Hey, imagine being in high school when Euphoria is on TV, is almost there. It's, it's not on TV for you if you're in high school, though. That's the point. <laughs> they don't know, yeah, that. it's just they just them, see it on Twitter and TikTok. Kid shows like fucking, like, yeah, never like smoke cigarettes. I thought like. People, somebody's gonna try to pressure me into smoking cigarettes, but I feel like nobody else around was like smoking cigarettes. I was wondering where the fuck the free drugs is gonna show up at. Yeah, the only people I saw like smoking cigarettes at school were like, remember like the little white, like little white skater kids? That's what I'm saying. If you want the free drugs, you got to go out to that hill, baby. You got to go out yeah, to the juggalos. Yeah, yeah you got to go over there. They was definitely at. huffing shit. <laughs> yep. That I definitely thought uh, I was gonna have like a like a date and have like an earpiece and like have somebody like uh tell me what to oh say. I swear yeah, to Asian like Cody Banks, show. what the fuck is you? <laughs> you I definitely do that like today. You you put a uh what gonna get my ear? You get like a fucking a, a beat hey. in your ear right now? Come yeah. On. You like definitely thought like you about to be secret Asian Jet Jackson. Yeah, or like you got R. like R. uh you got like R. two R. dates. You did not. No, he didn't. He killed himself. Yeah, he yeah he committed suicide years ago. Oh, way back in the day, no! was, Jen Jackson was yeah. my shit. I was telling yeah. Jamal the other day. I used to play Game Day '98, and the last name on all my players was Jet with two T's. That's I thought fine. that shit was hey, cool as Next Splinter fell, they got to give you a Jet Jackson skin if you want to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to him. All right, I thought I was gonna have like two dates where I needed to be a, like, well, like two dates in like the same place. I swear wait, they always you, had that on like wait, a show. You didn't. No hell, I ain't had no bitch like that. I'm disappointed. We, That's crazy. I, I thought I was gonna have some. Like, Hold on, say repeat that last line again. Because who you lying no to right now? You said you didn't have none of them like that. <laughs> I ain't had no bitches like that. All right, not, not bitch. All right, can, what are this we man is in love. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, one. I'm trying to think of the other one. Oh, and like the. Uh, I wonder where our one Canada listener came from. That that's the. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, what's the other one? Where you like throwing rocks like a girl's window. At like night or something, and you like sneak it out the house. I feel like every like dude did that on like some kind of yep, show. Yeah, you never, uh, you never know, threw no rocks at a window. You never, you never <laughs> spit outside with the boombox, your dick out. That's crazy. Jamal, Jamal, throwing rocks at like a window. Never mind. No, I'll tell you, I'll talk to you about it after we stop recording. Oh, I never did no shit like that. <laughs> nope, <laughs> Tyrell. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you never mind. I don't. 
I used to wild out, but I don't think I ever I did no shit like that. Here, honestly, I think that's about it. Honestly, yeah. mm. Jamal, talk yeah, to us about like, Vince McMahon. Yeah, like, Why are you talking about bitches? That's hilarious. Two dates at one time. I always wanted to do that. Have like two dates at one time. I have to go back and forth. <laughs> What's doing that? <coughs> um. <laughs> well, what's so funny? <laughs> you see the, just, I just need you to read the chat. You don't got to acknowledge what it says in there. Just read it. Oh, wow. You're an idiot. <laughs> All right. I'm what trying to move you along to your next topic. Vince McMahon, please. <laughs> oh, man. They, he, he stepped down. Dude, I guess he was at a what's SmackDown. Oh, he stepped down. Day, right? He stepped down as like CEO, but I guess he he's running the show. He came out of the SmackDown yeah. tonight, right? I saw like the clip where he just. Oh, I don't know. You did that. That's crazy. Yeah, he was he was on the show today. I saw the clip where he's like four words that define this company is like forever together or some shit like that. He just got like the craziest pop, and I was like, damn. What was SmackDown tonight? I have no idea. Can you that sounds like Florida energy. That sounds like Florida for real. Nah, they, man, them people are from the boo. Them, them fans ain't from the boo Vince McMahon, especially when that music come out too. That no chance, you hear that shit? It's gotta be Florida and Cleveland no though. For, to, to cheer over a sexual assault, it's gotta be Florida and Cleveland. Yeah. Dude, he man, it, Vince gotta be like eighty now, right? Oh, they, they, his, his age has been all over this thing too, and I don't remember what it was. But he's up there, yeah. I think he's seventy-one. Yeah, but either way, so he stepped down as his role as, as CEO and and I think just CEO. Chairman. But no, he's still she's still the chairman, and he's still running the show. So like in in gorilla for wrestling terms, he's he's books the show, he runs the show, he does all that shit. He's backstage, like he's the first person they see when they go behind the curtain. I think. Um, so yeah, he's still doing all that. He's just not in the CEO role, which is like a kind of a really low effort PR move from the WWE. But it is what it is. Um, his friend Jim Laurinaitis, one of the Road Warriors, probably cooked though because he's not Vince. So. Yeah, that, dude, uh, the, the linebacker's like, dad, like, James Lornice. Uh, yeah, yes. okay. I seen something about uh, he got like the super deep raspy ass voice. I seen something about like him, Vince, and somebody else. They was like running. Tr- they was a uh, they was a uh, Eiffel Tower and Linda or some shit like that. Like stories about that's been coming out. Okay, so that wasn't in any type of like actual journalism thing that I read. Was <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> not mentioned at all. So, big great fall on that one, but they had like an employee that Vince hired and paid her a bunch of money for like some explicit relationship, and then he passed her on to Mr. Lord Knight. Is what has allegedly been reported. Um, Yeah, so it's just not. um, It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. That's what he mm -hmm. heard. No, he's he's out of there. They trying to get Vince. They trying to take Vince down, man. He's Dan Snyder though. Like you can't. I own the shit. You can't fire me for my own shit. Yeah, man, he can't. He can't. Unless I'm Papa John, then you can fire me for my own shit. <laughs> I don't know what type of deal he signed to be on his board. <laughs> hey, board members can always get voted out. NFL owners cannot be. Yeah, That's I don't it. know. That was kind of weird, though, because they, they got him out of there quickly. It seems like if that's- you own the company, like, did he not have majority shares no more? Like, I feel like even if he did, not. that's how you know what, what he did was that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they said he was they dropping probably a, fed up with him. 
hard hours on the, on a conference call, everybody was like across the board, like, nah, you, gotta go. you said he was sweating like like hot ones trying not to say the ER no more. <laughs> and then he came, he doubled back and was like, I've had it out of my vocabulary for 25 months. The last day he said, nigger. Jesus. Dog, we got, we got, uh, ESTG, Jack Harlow, and John Schotter from that state. That's it. And the, the yeah. horrific murder oh, of Brianna Ali. Taylor. Muhammad that's Ali. it, dude. Oh, oh Muhammad right. Ali. He from Louisville. So that's what, that's what, one, one pod, one out and out positive. ESTG is a positive. Of course. Wait, Jack was Harlow, we're the positive or was Muhammad Ali the positive? Muhammad Ali, absolutely. Oh, okay, okay. Just making sure. But I'm that state's had way more negatives than positives. You added oh, up. Oh hell yeah, for sure. Gotta be. They I mean, didn't they invent the they didn't invent the clan, but it was like a stronghold. No, that clan started in Indiana. Yep. Yeah. Home of the clan. Which has just gave us Plumley's Victor Oladipo and it's them. It's them. middle states that be the most racist, like Missouri. I think, yeah, when Kentucky, you can't like get the ocean breeze on you, you just start hating yeah. shit. You're like, oh, <laughs> I, seen, I, seen, I seen three of them today. That must mean they're coming for us. I seen nope. three of them today. That's not true though. South Carolina got plenty of ocean breeze. They hate everybody because y'all was the first ones to get. Well, not y'all. They was the first one to get the niggas over there. They got original niggas. They seen us running. Uh, South Carolina was the touchdown, huh? Yeah, uh, they South had Carolina. Good. That's what their fucking state flag is the tree because they're like, this is the first thing you see when you come to be a slave, nigga. They had the Amazon of slaves. Virginia was Jamestown. Yeah, them two. Them two. Oh no! And you think of where the greatest athletes of all times come from? Them places because they were like, I'm about to run the fuck about this. It's that, it's that history, black man. gold soil, man. You know, when we was down there cultivating the land and making shit right. We was, hey, uh, we no joke. Now. Did you see that? Like uh, that that that, that map? Yeah. Of that was, yeah. That, that was fucking disturbing. Hey, where the best soil in the country is is where we don't let niggas live, but we will let you work. <laughs> no, you see, it goes, but it, it like it goes back even further than that because like the reason that soil was so rich was like there was a prehistoric lake there, like back to like in the Jurassic period, or whatever that like dry or was the ocean or sea or something like that that dried up. And then all the nutrients and shit that was left over then made it super fertile land to grow shit in, which made it the place where you're going to have a bunch of slaves grow shit for you in. And it's like, the fucking dinosaurs were racist. <laughs> what <a> history, man? <laughs> <laughs> what? I never thought you'd make it back 300 million years. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> They've been hating on us the whole time. <laughs> I did not expect that. Shit, since you took a freaking history major, did, uh, dude, I didn't know Ronald Reagan got shot. Like, there was an assassination attempt on him. Did y'all know that shit? Yeah, the dude, the dude was like, um, crazy about Jody Foster or some shit. Yep. I didn't, yep. dude, I didn't know any of this till today. But when I put it in there, no, yeah, you imagine like Jody Foster back. making you shoot a U.S. president? He ain't even hey, nearly. Hell no. And it lets you know how pussy guns were because the first bullet hit oh boy in the back of the head, just put him on his back. And yep. all it did was put him in a wheelchair. He was cool. And, and yeah. so this is like the double double edged sort of. Uh, well, I don't want to take away from the, the the shooting of the Reagan thing, but you're talking about how bad guns it's used to be. But there was there was a rule or an ATF rule that got put in place to, to ban. They were called them Saturday Night Specials, but these yeah. were like super low cost guns that were sold to minorities like us uh, inside minority neighborhoods. 
Um, they got rid of those guns, and that was probably one of the guns that was used to shoot President Reagan. But they were like they were shitty guns. They just were like very affordable, so like it was cheap for everybody to defend themselves. Yeah, little well, um, shooters. Yeah, I didn't so know now, that I, mean, shot. I know that I tried to like take replaced it by out, the high but... point today. If you wanted to re- restore the feeling. <laughs> Hey, I, my I, my I'm cousin sure. let one off at the barbecue we had a couple weeks ago. He was teasing somebody out of shoot, That's so they crazy. shot one in the air. And I asked him if he had a high point. I've never seen somebody look so upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, the high point would have jammed. It wouldn't have went off. He, he definitely had an XD. And it just I was like, hey, is that a high point over there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they looked like he wanted to shoot me. Hell yeah. Don't disrespect my pimp in that way. <laughs> nah, but so yeah, Ronald Reagan got shot by John... Hinkley in 1981. He sounds like he won a ring with Boston like in 82. John Hinkley? Yep. You sound like he was a wing, a cold wing. You should strap. 100% positive. (laughs) You Google John Hinkley. If he hadn't shot this dude, there's three NFL left guards, two uh, power forwards, like 14 uh, hockey players. But yeah, he said he tweeted this week uh, after 41 years, two months, and 15 days, freedom at last uh, because he was released from any court supervision for the rest of his life. It's crazy to think that a person went to jail for 30 years over shooting somebody and not like not killing them. A president too, which is insane. That's probably pre- why that shit probably, probably adds up. Yeah, obviously the president part adds it up, but it's crazy that you can shoot somebody and go to jail for 30 years and you didn't kill them. Doing that's crazy. Well, you seen him tweeting? Yeah. Well, he no. got a Twitter account and everything. He pled insanity, so he was in a mental institution for thirty years. Yeah. Now he's like he, he just left. be on the belt. He don't he don't got like no supervision or nothing. Hey, now. I don't trust any nigga that's been in a mental institution for thirty years. If you've been in a mental institution for that long, you're gonna be crazy by like osmosis at that point. There's no oh, way he's young when he did this. He don't even look that old. Yeah, uh, it doesn't say how old he was on this article, but he doesn't look that old. He he's he's pulling the um he's pulling the James Dolan now though. He got a band. He's touring. Yeah, I seen him tweet that like some of his shows are being canceled. Like, huh, I wonder why. Like, people don't want to book you. <laughs> they said extreme <laughs> threats of violence. Who's who's still alive that fuck with Reagan enough that they're like, hey, I'm about to come kill you? He's sixty seven now, so in eighty one he would have been what shit eighteen. 55, 61, 75. You got this, man. Oh, yeah. He's been like 24, 23. He said 41. Okay, 26. 41, you did 41 years in, minus 67. Oh, no. I was, yeah, I was talking about how old he was when he shot him. So, okay. So, he was mid 20s. They said victims stalked two, (laughs) injured three. That's crazy. Dude, that's I I didn't I did not know that about yeah, Reagan at all. I did not know as much yeah. of this happening. I wonder like where like where was it at? Like was the security that loose on the president or there's a video of it. You can go watch the video, video of it. You never seen the video? Oh we can no. yeah, we can get this. We can pull this up. Oh yeah. shit, yeah, like, pull it up. Live action, baby. That's crazy yeah. that you didn't know any of this. So, all I know is that like you uh, be outside. He brought crack to the, the black. Yeah, I know he'd be inside. I thought he'd be inside watching videos. And Franklin was like, "Hell yeah, brother, I got you." Wait, Jamal, have you ever seen the nigga, uh, the video of the dude? Didn't wasn't there a dude, or John Lennon got shot on video too, right? Uh, I've never seen the John Lennon one. I just seen the Reagan one. 
I know Reagan got shot like right outside the courthouse. I seen that JFK video where his head gets turned into lasagna. Everybody shot the JFK video. People were someone had a bar about that too, and that shit was tough. Doug. I've never oh, got shit. so much blowback on a fucking uh, video March 30th, or tweet. And when I said I, I took John that picture Hinkley of the the, the drop top, delusions. I said the drop top where JFK got his top drop drop that. They didn't like it. They didn't like What'd it. you say? Who got their top drop? The drop top where JFK got his top dropped when I went to that museum and saw the car he got killed in. The assassination attempt against President Reagan. Look at him. Judge Jerry Parr and Ray Shattuck. As soon as that. Oh, so Reagan's back. Okay. He rolled his back. All right, president, this is blurry as shit. I'm sorry. Um, president Reagan is in this general area, I believe. You'll see his head pop up. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know things change with time because you don't know that shit can happen until it happens. Like I'm sure, like nowadays, you're not just have a president sitting with his back open and exposed inside a fucking theater after Lincoln got assassinated. No more convertibles after JFK. Yep. Probably they, no more whatever the fuck this was they, after the raid. They showed us that shit and they immediately put the top on. Yeah, I think this is Mr. Hinckley right here. He, uh, no, he's over oh, here. That's yeah. Brady. That's Brady. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's Brady. Reagan's down here. Yeah, that's Reagan right there. Yeah. Look, he got a soft top caddy. I'm trying to see what guy they, who's that? So they beat. He's right here. And DC policeman Thomas Delahanty lay on the sidewalk, severely injured. All three survived, but Brady had permanent brain damage. The old uh, saying that. And it's crazy because you couldn't even. If something like this happened today, you wouldn't. Be, this nigga was doing this with a shit. That's what it was. Like Blake said, a 38 special. Two of the perimeters and fired at least at point blank range. All right, Jamal. So before the show, we talked about like. <laughs> controlling guns yeah. and like <laughs> if I need to defend myself and all this shit the president was almost killed with that little ass snub nose 38 yeah, that gun was if, small. if somebody ran down on the president today they'd have a fucking automatic Saiga <laughs> lighting the whole crowd up there would be no, no you would have had a better chance for automatic back then because the NFA wasn't in, in effect so, I mean, if he wanted to get an automatic, that would have been the time to have it. <laughs> but they didn't, is what I'm saying. Like, no, so, but you today you definitely would not have an automatic going to shoot the president. Because it's, like, nearly impossible to get one. You can't manufacture them in this country. Well, for sure, but you also wouldn't be going to shoot the president. Because you get a mile away and they're putting your ass on your back. I'm just but saying, just, in general, it's like, just, it's not easier to get an automatic today than it was back then. And I'm they still use the handgun. Just not, like today, more gun easy. crimes happen with handguns than with rifles. Okay, because there's more gun crimes also. Um, but it's that doesn't funny. make it's, any sense. That doesn't <laughs> you're arguing you're arguing about something I'm not arguing about though. It's no, but funny. you're you're saying that there's more dangerous weapon available to do this today than there was back then, but there was more dangerous weapons available back then, and they still chose the handgun, which is still the most prevalent in gun crime today. Why do you choose the handgun? I don't know, but I'm saying the fact that you can buy whatever the fuck you can buy today. It really wouldn't make this any worse because they had worse shit available back then and they didn't use it. Use the handgun because he can see like it's tucked into whatever. Anyway, so he's insane and broke. So they had a worse you could idea. buy automatics back then. That's yeah, crazy. niggas wasn't. They was buying uh, Mac tens. That was jamming. those are automatics. That was jamming immediately. It's still an automatic. 
All right. Either way, bro, I didn't know that happened, and that's crazy. Somebody really just like tried to run up on the president and kill him. Tried and fucking failed. One day, maybe one day. He's on Twitter now, like trying to like do shows. Like I clicked one of his links. Well, I like searched his name on like uh on YouTube. He's got like 140 followers. I'm sure he can't pick his career back up. Thousands followers on Twitter. Probably went up then. Yeah, he got thousands of followers now. Yeah, then like his he got YouTube views of him like making his own music, like original songs with a guitar and everything. Unrelated. Have y'all ever heard of Can I Grab It, Chris? Can I Grab It, Chris? Mm-hmm. That sounds a little crazy, but no. God damn it. We're at like 223. We shouldn't keep going on random yeah. shit, but I'll, I'm going to ask you about it later. Okay. Do you want to talk about these shows before we can close this shit up? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's go through them. All right. It's a long ass episode. Shout out to everyone who's still here. <laughs> They're all still here. Uh, yep. All 45 of you. Um, <laughs> Ob one episode five. Um, let's just go in order. Run, run through these bitches real quick. Ob one episode five. My personal takeaway from watching this episode was probably the coolest exposition of Darth Vader shit to this point in the Star Wars universe on on film at least. Um, Agreed. Yeah, he was he was going to work. The oh, yeah, for sure. the like the fucking hand like the force versus lightsaber battle. <laughs> that was just so easy for him to see him doing that. To 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 <laughs> yeah, it was so ridiculous. So and it's I, it, I guess it makes it so much easier because obviously, like the vision for Darth Vader when they had him in the original series was like, yeah, he's this strong. Like you just have to know he's this strong. But we had no other like reference for it. And then obviously in the newer shit, he was Anakin or like a weaker version of himself. This is, I guess, really the first time you're getting to see like Darth Vader, strong as fuck, fighting other strong people. He's also mad. He knows how to do all of his shit. He is nice. <laughs> he is yep. nice. He grabbed that fucking ship out the air. And when the ship started taking off, I'm like, oh, they're good. No. See, <laughs> see, he didn't play the force <laughs> unleashed, Jamal. He don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Well, but I thought he I thought he could, but they just waited so long that I was like, okay, they, he's watching. They pulled him, down bigger shit he's in there. He pulled down a Star off. Destroyer. It wasn't yeah. Darth Vader, but it was he was his apprentice. That's even crazier that his apprentice yep. did that. <laughs> yep. I keep waiting for Kyle Kestis to show up, but yeah, this episode was great. You better uh, not, you're gonna die. Left, right? Yeah, only one episode left, right? But no, nah, this shit's good so far. I'm we got one episode left. Yeah. I did like See the flashbacks where you could tell that uh, uh, Hayden Christensen was like clearly 40, but also 70. Wild. <laughs> yeah. nah, that was I thought it was funny. a dream. <laughs> he looked old as fuck. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a dream. I was like, there's no way it's a flashback. They didn't, Disney didn't do this. This is maybe, bad. Hey, maybe there's still a dream. And I'll, I'll, they didn't I'll give I'll him no face tune. None. <laughs> Doc, he had the like the flavor saver on the bottom of his lip and shit. Like this isn't a seventeen year old. I've seen him at seventeen. Mm-hmm. I need a flavor mm-hmm. like that, but that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I will also. I think this is like comfortably the best. Like this is definitely better than Mandalorian, in my opinion. Just off of like someone who's not a a big fan of like the original Star Wars shit, but like okay, I watched it. I liked it. It was cool. This is better than most of the shit that I've seen. You see what you're doing right now, though. What 
the same shit she was talking about uh people do with athletes and steph curry and like legacy like stacking shit up like that you just did that with the star wars shows but i'm but i'm also like following it up with like i didn't watch like star wars as it was coming out like i'm not a huge star wars fan but of the star wars shit that i've seen this has been the like most excited i've been i <laughs> i didn't watch like the prequel movies when they came out i went back and watched those a couple like during covid of the tv shows i think this is the best like mandalorian is very good but to to put this with like star wars like canon lore of like darth vader doing cool shit and as a non-star wars fan like Darth Vader is like the kind of the pinnacle of all of it. You know Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, and then you kind of fill in the blanks everywhere else. Watching Darth Vader like do some fire, fucking fuck out of here, get, bitch, get. He was getting this shit off. That nigga was in his duffy. That shit was crazy. Yeah, third sister in hell, R.I.P. If she's dead, I don't know. Not R.I.P. She's good. She's still in there. She's saying, and that was that was kind of. I don't know what the right word for it. Yeah, it was it was it was like okay, y'all got me going, and now this is kind of like just broke it up. Like I'm I'm out of it a little bit right now. It's like why y'all the big the biggest of the big evils. Y'all left her living after Ike threatened her with her life if she couldn't find Obi Wan. You just left her living for trying to stab you in the back. You left her living. Yeah. After you they don't make no sense through the entire body, which doesn't make sense why she it cauterized it immediately. You don't be bleeding afterwards from the oh, lightsaber okay. stabs. It's, you got to think about it. It's pure light. Okay. Do the math. That's kind of what I thought, but it just I didn't think that that was the logic yeah. that they use there. No, so you like you got you just get like a straight wagyu through there. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense when she when she sliced the dude's arm off in the first episode. It, the shit immediately closed yeah. back up. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy to see somebody get right. the, the boys. So yeah, speak, speaking of big evil, on to the boys. That man, Homelander, not only is he unbelievably powerful, but his mind is evil as fuck, too. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's an issue. He was like, Yeah, I'm actually about to overturn the whole CEO, the board. That's in my pocket. Uh, I feel yeah, he no got old girl to turn on uh, my man. Uh, that, I didn't see that coming. I, I think it was um, just to go back a little bit on episode three. When Hope, when uh, Starlight was like, "I'll leak the take of the flight," and she was, he was like, "Leak it! <laughs> All yeah. I have right now is that people love me, and if you take that away from me, I'm just gonna kill everybody." <laughs> Nigga, the way it. he the way he broke it down though was like he was like, "Okay, but the first thing I'll do is I'll go destroy the Pentagon, and then I'll get the Capitol, and then the White House, and then I'll get every other major defense point in the country in the world, and then what will you do?" Let's do infrastructure like, next. Like, yeah, like, yeah. She's like, okay, so you can leak this, but I'm gonna destroy the fucking planet. What are you gonna do? Yeah. He's. <laughs> I feel like this is what like Omni Man should be, and I compare him and Omni Man together so much because like they're uber powerful and also like uber dickheads, unlike Superman, where it's like, oh yeah, I I won't kill you now because I don't want to, but if I have to, I will destroy you piece by piece, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yep. And then in and think, episode episode four where he took her up, he's like, Oh, I got a view I want to show you. Your boy that was gonna help you beat the fuck up. Well, <laughs> he was like missing chunks out of him. Nigga, yeah. his his femur it was gone, his thigh was gone, half of his face was gone. Yeah, no, he he had him looking like so Yo, and he, hey. he made the deep eat his friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah, that was crazy. I forgot about that. 
Oh, in oh, the shit was squirting out of his mouth. He, he was like, no, begging for his life. Actually, oh. got that bullshit fit. He tried to do the the, uh, the kente cloth. Come on, come on now. A lot of people found found their power twenty twenty man. You know, like A Train did the same thing. He tried to tap into his shit, get back to his people. No, because he because he can't run no more. His brother, said, you know, when you his start caring like, about the community, he said he stomped him so hard he cracked the Look, man. And Adrian you always, was like, I mean, <laughs> I'm Michael Jordan. I'm not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You always gonna that's Michael Crabtree said the same thing, man. Another strong black brother. You can't just fault him because he ain't even got to fight in him right then. He might have to fight a little bit later. You know, you just gotta <laughs> catch him on the right time. He ain't, a, he ain't a hero no more. You don't have powers no more, right? Well, he has he, he, can't. No, he can't run. It was his heart's yeah. gonna blow up. Yeah, but hey, so, so Butcher, but also Butcher turning into a superhero for twenty four hours at a time. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna help or hurt, but they let uh, Soldier Boy out, who uh, killed Miko, episode four. I hope she ain't dead. She's dead. I'm the she's. <laughs> <laughs> I, she's done. I'm out of here. I think she's dead, and I haven't seen episode five yet, and it doesn't seem like either of you guys have either. She, no, uh, she better not be fucking dead. I'm Is it assuming out? She, I'm, it came out today. Oh yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah, I I'm assuming she. she's dead because she got a fucking piece of rebar through her, like Joel. I'm gonna uh, say this though, man. Like I'm um. So you, Jamal, you said you wanted to read the comics for these. They are so far off the path from what's going on in the comics or what happened in the comics just with these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you like, you're not gonna, I guess, gain anything or lose anything. But like in the comics, like they know where Soldier Boy is. He's like alive and well, and like still a part of like Vought Enterprises and shit like that. Like, yeah. He's um, Homelander's actually having like sexual relations with with Soldier Boy in the comics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would, just surprise, on, wait, on would it say, surprise like, you if that starts happening in the show? I think so. Yeah, th- this version of Homelander, it doesn't seem like that's the case. And it was kind of like a sort of a power thing because it was like um, on their like their Heroes Island like getaway thing that all the heroes went to, where everyone was just boning everybody, and like oh, okay. rules really didn't apply. But um, I think Homelander and him were doing that like at home too, so it wasn't just a we're on this island, so let's do whatever. So I, I don't, I don't think the fact that they had Soldier Boy come out butt naked, I could see him like him and Homelander finding each other and like doing some weird freaky shit. Because I don't think so. Homelander weird freaky shit. Homelander on this one is like that's why I said like this feels like it was written by the South Park people. Homelander feels like a caricature of like 2016 like far Republican politics embodied into a superhero. Yeah. After after his Nazi killed herself, he was. He's on some different types. He's like a mirror Nazi. It. Um, yeah. Stormfront yeah. bit her fucking tongue off. <laughs> they said after she million dollar baby herself. Yeah, down for the cause. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. we we saw why Black Noir wears the helmet. I didn't know that he was a black dude because I never seen him without his thing on. Um, in in the comics. Oh, nigga, is that him from the the old school shit? I did not. Yeah, I was him. not paying attention when they were saying. He's like, man, I don't really want to wear the helmet. I got a cool face. I want to show my face. This yeah, shit was and I was up. like on my phone, and I was like, heard Soldier Boy, and I was like, is Soldier Boy black? Okay, wait. Okay, I don't know who that is. Didn't realize that was Black Noir. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Got it. That makes way Put more sense. Man. 
and Kumo Hill's reckless. I think Fumiko. I think Frenchie smashed that Fumiko. Frenchie smashed Fumiko. I think Fumiko? she's dead. No, I'm talking about like like before. Like they definitely seem like they like. Kind oh of yeah, probably going on. They, they weren't a couple. Going. I thought they were clearly a couple. Oh, I don't know. It seemed like it's me. That yeah. scene was wild as hell when they sent her in there um, to, to get boy. the oligarch dude. With the, oh, the, dildos. D- the dildo fight. Yeah. They have the whole set. Even though I knew she could heal, you know, they don't like pound it into you. So when she got shot in the head, I like, oh, yeah, I thought there was limits. I don't know. It was like that. Yeah. And she just, all right, I'm good. Yep. But no, that was crazy (laughs) to beat people to death with some dildos. Mm -mm. Y'all, P Valley, real quick. I haven't watched the episode of P Valley yet at all. (gasps) He let you down. No, he didn't let me down. This second season is so incredibly disappointing. That's what I'm the first here. season. I'm gonna get to it. Uh, they so I can't tell if they wrote the first season and had an idea but scrapped it because COVID happened, or wrote the first season and just planned on COVID. Because the first episode was basically like, "Oh shit, the pandemic happened. Here's what we had to do. We had to change everything. Nobody was getting any money. Like, da da da. All this shit changed." They had like a drive-through or a car wash tent drive-through strip club, which I know I've seen in a couple places across the country. Um, and then, like the next week, the the pandemic was over because they're in Mississippi. Um, and then the sure. second episode was there's some like paranormal activity type shit going on, like voodoo work and. They just go so far off the rails. The dancing is still great. Some of the storylines are still good, but it just it's so all over the place that neither of the two episodes has been good so far. Yeah, I wouldn't say. Nah, I mean, I've been, it, people been saying it's mid, so like I, I'll get to it. I'll probably yeah, watch it. Mid, mid, mid is a comp- mid is because there's ass. Yeah, it's bad for That's the most part. Good. It's not good. And then what? Have you been watching Miss Marvel? Because they got have. two episodes of that now. I'm caught up on that. Yeah, I caught up. On that. Um, it's cool. Like I like it. I still like. I still think the biggest thing on me is like I just I don't like how they like switched her powers up, kind of. But it's, but it's I don't cool think they have after the second episode. Her powers are basically the same. No, because they switch. No, not really. Because like think about it. Like she she's just like cosmic and gets like cosmic energy from her her bangles because she usually gets because that's how she got the power. She got like from her yeah you know the bracelets okay. from her grandma. So how'd she get it in the game or the comics? Some, like ter- some some mist or something. The Terrigen mist. Like, so yeah, the Terrigen mist. Yeah, because she is like what they're saying though. And is that was if you look, pay attention to what Bruno said to her, that it looks like the power is coming from within you, right? Mm-hmm. So within humans, your power doesn't necessarily just get activated automatically. Something else could trigger it. Like you already have the inhuman trait. The Terrigen mist is what triggered it, right? But they don't do the mist in the MCU. Yeah, so, so she could still be an inhuman. The bangle yeah. is just what triggers it for her. And yeah. it could, like it's probably in her bloodline or whatever. Yeah. So technically, it's yeah. I mean it, it's still the same. It's just it, a different. It seems like it's, it's clearly not, in her bloodline. Yeah. And the power. That mean, the it, that's her cousin the for real. Mm, if Kim like runs platforms and shoot platforms and shit though, she'd literally just Mister Fantastic like in comic book. So this is Mr. better. Fantastic doesn't shoot platforms though. You think this is better? I don't know. I, I think this is. Wait, if she can Mr. still do Fantastic all that shit and make platforms. I don't know, this is not just Captain Marvel. Come on now. 
Yeah, wait, you can't say she's just both two different superheroes. Captain Marvel flew through like a full like 50 spaceships and blew them the fuck well, up. She's, she's not like, doing that. She's still brand new, but dude, she's pretty much just shooting cosmic energy now. Like that's all right. No, the hell she's was, not. What, you what saw what Captain Marvel was doing when she didn't know her powers? This is way different. Captain Marvel like punched Thanos and like fucked him up. She's an issue. She's an event. Okay. I'm in at the start too. What her powers ain't nowhere near that. She can't accidentally do that type of shit. You should let them do is tell the story. Because episode one, it was like, oh, her powers came from blah, and I didn't like it because of blah. Episode two, they kind of explained away that point. Just let them tell the story. Like, we can definitely, like, have our takes on the show, but we can't say, like, they changed their powers, because they may have changed the origin of them, but if they get to the same place, you're not going to care. Nigga, the powers are literally different. She's shooting shit. They're different from what though? I'm, yeah, I'm not arguing that they're different though. The powers are different, but the fact you said it's Captain Marvel's powers, like you're, come on, bro, come on, come on. She flies through space. She went and found Tony and Nebula floating in space by themselves. You think Miss Marvel's doing yeah. that shit? Captain, Captain Marvel's fucking Superman. She's better than Superman. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same thing. She's but fucking Iron Man without a suit, but like her powers are her. I think from us watching Obi Wan, we don't know where they're gonna take the shit. Like it'll get somewhere where it's like, oh, okay, this makes perfect sense. From us watching Disney MCU shows, period, we don't know where this shit's going. Yeah, for sure. Because after three episodes of WandaVision, we had no idea what the fuck was going on, and then the last three episodes too was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is super cool. <laughs> Two episodes of WandaVision, I was like, I'm not watching another episode. Uh, if I have to watch, I believe it to be here one more goddamn time. I'm turning this shit off. <laughs> I fuck with the show. I think I no, that's just my thing, kind of. I don't know. I think I like great. the scene like they did of the Eid party, dog. That was dope. But the that's Illuminati's. Uh, the Haram boys, like, or yeah, all, all the different clips they showed at the Eid party. I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, you're really getting a look in at what's going on in, in these cultures, man. Like, this is cool. No, I was about to convert. They said they got the converts. You mean the reverts? Oh, uh, yeah. And you never think about that, too. It's like, you know, it's just, it's a religion like any other. It means anyone, like, it could find you if it finds you. And it's like they had the old ass white dude with his wife there. And they both turned to Islam. <laughs> it's like they don't fit in at all. But they just in there vibing, doing their thing. Like, like oh, this is cool. Look oh, at I the blue light reflection. I got, I got my Anakin Skywalker, uh, my little, uh, all my right. rat tail. All right. I wore this just for the show. All right, Blake, you okay. want to talk about we own this city? I know me and Jamal have. Yeah, man. Um, so what were you talking about earlier with a uh, was it Draymond or something? Probably when you said you, you were talking about talking. somebody who's like, um, okay, so I'll just, I'll, I'll, I can, I can bring it up myself. Are you saying you ever, like, he looked like uh, Andrew Wiggins? No, no. See, and I don't know what you're talking about because, like I said, I remember I stopped on the wire when they were had the girls locked up in the crates. Um, so, you ever had somebody in your life, whether it be like a friend or an associate, it could be a family member, where it's like you know, like they're like they're like fucked up to like other people they are they're doing like fucked up shit but like they're always good to you and the people you care about and so it's like y'all kind of just kind of excuse like oh that's just them being them or whatever like that but that's still my person even though like i know i got i kind of got to distance myself from them i can't like necessarily hang out with them all the time 
but it's like that's still my guy whenever I see him, it's all love or whatever, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Got an yeah, idea? We all have friends like that. I don't think any of like, my right. good good friends are like that, but like, we all have like people. You, yeah, you typically can't keep people like that super close, but it's like you yeah, know, it's like it's yeah, honestly, for sure. Yeah, that tends to be the one. Um, either way, okay. So on this show, man, let me tell you, John Barenthal, hell of an actor. Um, it's about a real life story about the Gun Trace Task Force from Baltimore. Um, this is all happening. Well. All the stuff that came down on them came came out like at post Freddie Gray, but um, and that's a big part of this story as well. Just like the the more eyes they have on their police force now after what happened with that. But he is that he is the person that is just horrible, <laughs> horrible to to everyone else that's like not in his immediate circle. Um, but the people who are dealing with him and like are on his team because he's the leader of the team. Are like, dude, he has our back like crazy. Like, you kidding me? Like, we might have worked four hours and he told us to put in six hours of overtime on our slip. Um, so it's like you got people just being complicit in like wild shit because he's looking out for them making their lives better. Um, and it it's yeah, it's it's a hell of a show, man. Um he's he's a he's a crazy good actor. Like <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can't wait to watch six episode miniseries. Sure. Um, just yeah, it, it's about um yeah, like I said, the Gun Trace Task Force in Baltimore. Um, and, yeah, um, a little bit of detective work. Uh, you got, like, the federal inquiries into, like, what the hell's going on there. Um, them just, like, robbing, like, drug dealers and normal people and making the making it to the point where the city of Baltimore can't even do a trial on police misconduct because they can't get a jury that's impartial to the case because the everybody's had a fucked up situation with Baltimore police where it's like, you can't get someone who just can give their honest opinion on what's going on here because everyone's been tainted already. So it's like, um, yeah, it, it's a, seriously about how like one, one squad of people can make a city influence the city to the point where like this shit just doesn't work anymore. Like where the police like just doesn't work anymore. And like the outcome. Yeah. Of that. Cause I mean, so many like the LA or LA County Sheriff department's kind of like this, where it's like, they have so many gangs that are so entrenched in everything that they do. It's so hard to like separate the like, mm-hmm. hey, we need to bring people in. I, everybody's had a bad experience with you. Same thing with Baltimore. There's just so many corrupt agencies out here. It's like they basically turn into a gang, right? Mm-hmm. That they're just <laughs> there's gang, there's the Crips, Blood, and the cops. Yep. Three different gangs. Essentially, and this this is a um, the show that kind of shows like the the transition from well it shows like so his name is um, Wayne Jenkins and he's he's a character he's a flat out a character like he has like this whole entire thing where it's like it's Wayne Jenkins day because I think it was like his anniversary of like being on the department so he's throwing a party he's like driving around in his cop car drinking Mike's hard and shit um, he's doing all types of wild shit but it shows him like from the day that he arrived on the force. Him getting told in his first orientation, like, hey, forget everything you learned in the academy. This is Baltimore. You do what the fuck I say. And and we this is how we police the city if you want to stay alive or whatever. And then um he's on like his first like arrest, and the dude's like telling him, um, hey, they found like a, a, a drop of like our drug bag like on the ground because the guys were like selling drugs or whatever. It was three people, and he was like, Who are you gonna say is in possession of the drugs? And he's like, if you say it's one, you only get to book three hours or whatever. If you say it's all three of these guys, it's eight hours you get to book. So it's like, are you going to pick the three or the eight? Yeah, and then they book, they send all three of them downtown or whatever. And it's just like that that intro into policing of being corrupt 
in the transition to him being a plainclothes officer where he's running down on people who are actually selling drugs most of the time. And just the, the way that you um, handle those situations, like what you think integrity is when you're coming across bags of money, um, them like finding $400,000 and reporting the evidence that they found $300,000 Yep, because they busted the rest of it down because that's just how you police shit when like you were told to be corrupt the whole entire time and like you you inherit that shit like he doesn't think he's the bad guy up until the very fucking end and he still doesn't think he's the bad guy but it's a a really good show it's a really good show and just like they they have like the cops that were on his squad at certain points who um, weren't with that bullshit um, and they move on to other things and just them having to come back and deal with the shit that like they did let slide when they were working with him and like the repercussions of that. Like it, 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 it's a man, it's a hell of a show. It HBO is another one. I can't wait to watch it. I need to watch it. And all of this is why you need to watch the wire. Cause it's from the same people and they do all the same shit. <laughs> I hear you. I'm not, I'm not even arguing with that. They did, I just wish they would have thrown that season in there. I think I did get to season four eventually, but I just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, if, if you watch The Wire season one, three, four, five, if you watch The Wire really season one, three, four, you're going to be like, wow, this is fucking awesome. You see, like, that's you're literally asking like for like three days, not like three days of like eight hours of content. You're talking about like literally three days in the end of content. For me to for watch, sure. for sure, it's yeah. a lot. Hey, there's this a time. six hours. Time place. I've also been asking you to do this since 20 fucking 12, dog. I swear to God, I'm about to choke my microphone. I tried. I did it. All right. Was that that's the last? Was that the last show? Was there another show we had? Did, yeah. anybody, did anybody listen to the Drake album? No, I didn't listen. Blake, what's that boogie album? Hard though. Blake, I got it on my phone. Jamal, stop. Did, Blake, did you listen to the Drake album? Say yes or no. We can talk about it next week. Hey. Tell me about it though. Banger. Like listen. someone somebody said this hey. was the actual like album that CLB was supposed to be, and CLB was a throwaway to get out the uh, get out the, the hard drive. Tyrell is a Drake stand. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! This is going to be bad. Oh god! I like all things that Drake does. It's a bad album. The first, the first four songs. Sorry, hold on. Uh, let me. I'm gonna give it to you right now. Are we on more life part two? I wish. Uh, so intro is not really a song. Falling back, Texco Train, <gasps> and Currents made me uncomfortable to listen hold to on. because they were so bad. You Drake has an intro that's not an intro. Uh, no, it is 36 seconds, bro. He has fire ass intro. Blake, Why do you Blake, do that? Like, the first thing I thought when I hit intro was how long is this nigga spending on the intro? Because Drake kills intros. My it's favorite 30, album from him, it's 36 seconds, right? Falling back, text go green, and currents. Made me so uncomfortable that after 90 seconds, I turned all three songs off. They were not good. I did not like them. I said, I don't talk like this. This was the most sonically unappeasing album I've ever heard from Drake. Sonically. Nigga, I said the word sonically. I did not like it. Can can I? 
<laughs> Can I play wait, Soldier wait. Boy's verse before we get out of here? No, time out. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And then I skipped from those first three songs. And I went to, uh, what is it? Currents. Currents. Decent. At best. I went down to Jimmy Cooks, which is what I asked you to open the show on. Because Jimmy Cooks, Jim, Drake, and 21 Savage sounds like any other Drake song from any other Drake album ever. It's a fucking banger. The beat is fire. They're both spitting. It makes no sense why Drake put out an album this bad. I haven't seen a good word about it yet. Period. From an artist that everybody likes. You never see people like universally shit on a Drake album. Ever. Yeah, that's true. Ever. And universally shit on. This album is ass. Maybe if I get on a beach somewhere and it's sunny and I'm with a bunch of like uh, clones of my wife, you know, <laughs> maybe we'll turn up. But other than that, no, nah, this shit sucks. Good lord. Nah, fuck out of here. You can play what you want to play. That shit right. sucks. Style troll music. What you been to yeah, play? Just, just sit with me. Just, I just need y'all honest opinion on the Drake overs, man. That's what he is. He has to be called now. So. Here we go. Big Draco. You need to be bitches, I can't even lie. The cup with that chopper, I'm gripping that fucking double. I'm cutting, I'm slicing, I'm chopping, I'm busting it. Big bad wood, all my niggas is thugging it. Shooting that Glock out in public. Yo, Big Draco, don't call me by my government. Pop out that cup with that chopper, I'm ready to hit a lick. Young nigga 15, and he still shooting shit. Size on one on the block. One in the head, no one gripping the Glock. I'm swerving this early and watching my river. These niggas be snitching, they cricket at cops. Why for the dot? On the block, pillar, remember to a top of our scrub. The law of my jeweler is clearly this long and I'm ruling. I'm rich, our computer be dragging what's top. Back in that day, we be riding on splinters, ain't taking no ills. My niggas be winning. Pop out that cover, the chopper, leave a nigga missing. Hellcat, watch it hit. Watch you switch up in front of the bitches and niggas to lie on his homies. Then we went to Westside after that. How about the Hellcat against the Hissing? That wasn't what you expected from Soldier Boy, though, right? No, it was not what I expected for sure. That's that's what caught me off guard. Yeah, nah, for sure. That was decent for him, for sure. Oh, All right, that was a sixty-one. I also, feel like, I also feel like I need to hear the beat in my car because in my headphones it doesn't sound that good, but it also sounds like it sounds good. It's a car. beater. It's a beater. Yeah, it it's can't like even lie. Uh, more black superheroes from Westside Boogie. Recommend it. Check it out. Okay. That's the name of the album or the song. That's the name of the album. He's like kind of uh, some some could say that this this co- uh, cover is a bit crazy after Kendrick's cover just because he's kind of doing the black father thing, which I guess is not exclusive. It should not be exclusive. We should promote this to everybody, especially around Father's Day. But Nick, this like, is a same you know, album cover. <laughs> your man just did the black father thing, and he's from same LA, thing. and like you from LA, and you did the black father cover. Game's probably gonna do a black father cover, just cause. Hey man, all right. I'm Shout out to all to the fathers out there. Shout out to you, Blake. We Shout out here. I'm not. Dads. Yeah, you know. You feel yeah. me? You feel me? Hey, I think I'm going to go eat breakfast with my baby girl tomorrow at a restaurant. So I'm excited for that. I'm going I'm to see how that goes. Hey, man. A shout out to anybody. Uh, or thank you for sticking with us, man. It's a long one this week. But, hey, man. Thank you for listening. The longest yeah. one. For real. Episode 61. We out. Yes, sir. Shout out to Steph Curry, father in the 